Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be ready for this one right here, man. Oh, man, we better get caught with them right here on this one. That's right. Yeah. You the part of hood. You the hood. Super number strong. Alcohol. Smoke out on the shirt and I like it raw. Feel the stairs in my chest, time to hit the stall. Got some munchies for some chicken and some pizza, Joe. But I'm asthmatic, got hypertension in the medics, say I'm diabetic. I know that certain things will hurt me, but I still get it. Let it steady, eat it until my body's sick and tired. Smoking and drinking till my time is up. I know my body's trying to tell me something daily, man. Cause what I put in it, it always throws it up, man. Or keep it in and get me so sick and tired, I'm done feeling. This way I gotta change my diet, get my mind right, get my body feeling good, huh? Can't make no money if I'm broke down in the hood. It's an investment that I place in myself. Gotta shake the sickness off, gotta cleanse the sickness out. Yeah. Unify your body, money generate. Reclaim your body, then your money elevate. Without your mind, on your money, you ain't well made. And if you sick and tired, let me hear you say. Can nothing happen overnight, you gotta stick with it And only you can save your life, put your feet in it You committed and walk to it, no matter what they doing Stay focusing on your healing, and they'll get it Shining by example, remember, it's the best teaching Preaching, reaching, cleansing, deeper it in your own weakness Thinking, meeting, linking, and thinking in your mind, be it Thinking, lead it into the world over I'm so sick, feeling like I'm weak, homie Like my body broke down, don't wanna work for me, oh I learned that certain things I eat will bring disease Homie. The am I say that be until I'm dead and gone, homie. All I got in this life is my own name. And I predicted in the finish till it's over pain. It's in the vessel that I place in myself. Gotta take this sickness all, gotta cleanse the sickness out. Yeah. Unify your body, money generate. Reclaim your body, then your money elevate. Without your mind, on your money, you ain't well made. And if you sick and tired, let me hear you say. Yeah! Yeah! 
Peace to you and yours, everybody out there in Radio Land. Peace, family. This is P. Moore, your host, joined by my co-host, the Red Pill. Peace. Peace. Peace, God. What's good, family? Ah, man. Everything is good, man. This is uh, one of our holidays right here, brother. Okay, okay. Man, so I've been on my B.I. all day, listening to B.I., a little bit of T.I., but, uh, yeah. This is March 9th, you know what I'm saying? This is the day that Brooklyn died, you know what I mean? This is the day that the King of New York made the transition, you know what I'm saying? One of the best MCs to touch that mic. So, um, you know, we just paying homage, you know what I'm saying? My we're going to go. Top full of info. Yeah, we're going to go into some B.I. selections later on. Please don't worry, family. I know they ask him, why you didn't open up with some big? Well, yeah, it's uploading. <laughs> it's uploading. And, um, you know, we're appropriately going to get into some of our favorite B.I. selections and reminisce. And um, I got some information, of course, that I would love to share about Biggie, you know what I'm saying, so we can have an overstanding of, who this individual was and the impact that he has had on our collective consciousness, you know what I'm saying, and why, you know, he's even worthy of being paid homage to, especially at this particular time, on the 13th and death anniversary of his passing. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying he truly is experiencing life after death and going through the necessary ritual to show you how one immortalizes themselves in this particular, um, you know, dimension. Dimension, yes, sir. He's an immortal now. He'll never die, you know what I'm saying? He'll never fade away. He'll never just pass on, so. Baby, baby. You know, he's one with the gases, but, um, as, 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 you know, as reality would have it, you know, the activities are, are tantamount to his effect and what he left behind. I was just on Fulton Ave, and it's crazy out there. It's bonkers. The police got blocks completely shut off. You know, a whole new generation is going to tap into that particular vibe. But, um, you know, we wouldn't be responsible enough without identifying what that particular vibe is as well. You feel me? So I think we're going to get a chance to pretty much get into that as well as some other, you know, upstairs top-level information with tonight's guest. Yeah, no doubt. I'm hyped for this one right here. Absolutely. I'm 100% sure that um, there's not only some worthwhile information to the audience, but he has an art of delivering it in a way that it resonates. You know what I'm saying? It not only resonates as visual, so you could picture it in your mind's eye and understand it, you know what I'm saying? And once you lock that image in, then uh, you can start reconfiguring it or configuring it or projecting it or rejecting it, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So it's, 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 uh, it's very important that we, um, that we get into this necessary conversation at this particular time and I believe the uh, the focus of his conversation is going to be talking about re- reactivating your melanin via sex diet and your solar energy. 
and an intricate relationship between those three aspects of one's life is going to be necessary to make what we know as this ascension in 2012 when your DNA goes on, you know what I'm saying, well, when certain things are going to be triggered. Yeah, and then we, we also have to mention, I mean, that's one of the topics, but this brother has written about 20 books, so I'm more than positive that we're going to be moving into some other categories also. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, tell the people about this weekend, man. Oh, first and foremost, shout out to the family out there in Boston, Brother Dooley, uh, his queen, Brother um, Hood to Hood Radio, you know what I'm saying? Everybody out there in um, Boston, we were invited to participate in an event that they had out there. They have a conscious community in Boston, and uh, they had an event that they put on that was basically unlike any event that I've seen in New York in a long time because of the simple fact that this event included, this was for the children, yes. young gods about it. This one was dedicated to the conscious family. So what we got a chance to see is conscious brothers with their queens and their babies with them, all enjoying, having fun, seeing the brilliance and the um, – it's the overall light of these children that are coming into this world, regardless of age. We have from eight months or eight days probably to 88 years old. The elders were in the building doing healing and doing all kind of other stuff, eating right, you know what I mean, sharing their wisdom. So it was a beautiful event. This was, this was on Sunday. And then on Saturday we did a lecture at a, a spot in Roxbury. And, um, that also was a very uh, humbling and beautiful event at, um, what, what's the name of the spot? The the Ra Center. Yeah, the Ra Center. On Blue Hill Avenue, you know what I'm saying, in Manipan, right in the middle of the hood, you know what I'm saying, but the energy was resonating. It was unreal. Uh, I definitely, you know, felt it, that community, as well as surrounding areas, I felt the bubbling of consciousness, you know what I'm saying? I know that in these people's minds, these questions exist. You know, they just probably haven't voiced it with their mouth, but what separates them from truth and illusion is the thinnest veil at this particular point. And it's going to take, you know, the utterance of this information to lift their skirts and just let this information just flow in. You feel me? And start changing things up. And that's what could be done in these communities. And, um, and I know that, uh, you know, we definitely started – uh, uh, a good thing in terms of putting that energy in circulation. Now, they're open and receptive to other lecturers coming up there and continuing that cycle. Yes, you they know are. What I'm mm-hmm. They shared, the, uh, they shared the, the warning of many other brothers and sisters that are part of this circle to come up there and share some of that energy, some of that knowledge, you know what I mean? Some of that wisdom. And also to come and share some of the goods because the support was there also very strong. And they, they you know, they, they were very um, very uh, honored to come and support us with whatever that we brought up there, whether it's the clothes or the DVDs, the Know the Ledge volumes and all of that stuff. We, we definitely... Oh, that's Seven Heaven Seamoss. 
They don't have any emails. It was a hit. You know what I'm saying? We got we got more people that could confirm, but we've been trying to tell you that um this is a super food. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely something that could change the dynamic of not only our health but our relationships because people feel so good once they had a slice of, you know, what heaven actually tastes like. Then they can't do nothing but give you heavenly attitude afterwards. I noticed that, you know what I'm saying? It changes people's whole demeanor because the mineral construction, the, the mineral structure is meant to fortify your body and return you to a state of ma'at slash balance. And, um, you know, they was already on the frequency because they had family. They had the unit in place. You know what I'm saying? The three and one, which is man, woman, and child, and one unit, which is family. God. Yeah, the, the the element of life, that atomic structure, proton, neutron, electron, and they were just bouncing off each other, and you just seen a whole pool of love and resonance. And even for those that was doing the single parent thing, they had community and collective. So they totally, you know what I'm saying, gave me the, the, the vision that's necessary, yeah, the blueprint for me and my mind to start carving out this new reality that's based on many communities. I, we do not need the multitudes to make it happen. It's about people that understand the seriousness of collectiveness, you know what I'm saying, positivity, and are willing to say, look, we're going to lead a backbiting, the, uh, the, the, the negativity, all the things that the parenthood is enthralled in. You know what I'm saying? We're going to leave that out the door, and the emphasis is only going to be on family, clean food, clean water, clean air, clean atmosphere. They had the workshops popping, so the, the, the different generations was interacting. The youth were learning from the elders, and then the youth was putting the elders onto things, and then people in between was getting to witness this. The children was in the vicinity, even if they wasn't participating, you know, the, the frequency was being embedded in their genetic code. Unconsciously, they was picking up on the lessons. So though in those environments, culture flourishes. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's what I saw. Culture flourishes. The businesses did good. You know, the food was affordable. It wasn't no highway robbery, and all of their food was raw. And it was like $2 a plate. They made everything accessible. It was a, It was an incredible experience. Out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out. Indeed. But um, I definitely want to get tonight's show underway. I know that uh, people are anticipating tonight's guests as well as, you know what I'm saying, we are. So with no further ado, I'm going to open line 3474. Peace to the God. Yes, Robert, speak. Peace, Brother Polite. Yes. Welcome to Nola Ledge Radio. This is Brother Blue Pill. And it's Brother Red Pill. You and I rocking with the best. Peace. <laughs> what up, though? How <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, man? We, um, we're here, you know what I'm saying, on this glorious March 9th. Both of us BK residents, you know what I'm saying? So that has a little different meaning to us in particular. Oh, yeah. Especially, you know, our backgrounds coming from where we come from. Right. You know, we we could attest that, you know, B.I.G. was the the petroleum that fueled our Ferrari. Yeah. 
whether the Ferraris was on them dark back blocks or them shoddy, you know what I'm saying, interstates, you know, B.I.G. Right. was still that gas. And, um, you know, I think that it's imperative that people see the dualistic nature of the personage of B.I.G., you know what I mean? Because if they're able to see, even if in his lowest states he still was of a divine nature, then maybe, just maybe, they could start seeing the divine nature in themselves. That's right. If, if they can do it, you know what I'm saying, why not you? And, you know, mathematically, it, he was he was precise. He went out on March 9th, you know what I mean, with a, with a, with a, with a solar eclipse, with new moon solar eclipse, while the Haley Bop comet was passing over. So he had a solar return, him being Christopher, Christopher enacting his own story, showing his own, you know what I'm saying, divine default. So all of his mistakes were divine because a second too late, he wouldn't have made his trip. You know it. Peace. You might have lost his connection. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was real deep what you just said about the mistakes, the perfection of the the it's 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 the perfection of imperfection. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That even in our mistakes we're perfect because our mistakes render us on the path that we need to be at at that particular point. Exactly. Longitude and longitude to, um, you know what I'm saying, interlace for us to be at that right time, at that right moment. So we can't, we really have to question this whole theory of one making mistakes or being out of place, out of time. You know what I mean? Everything happens divine. I'm going to bring the brother back on. Yes, I'm back. But yeah, I was saying, interesting to note. Identifying with the, with the theme of tonight's show, we come to find that even when you're looking at someone like Christopher Wallace, right, or Biggie Smalls, and March 9th, when you really, really take a look at it, you see how initially, like, we go into our holy tablets, written by a transmitter, H.E. Dr. Melchizedek, you know, um, we come to find that the devil's job initially in the garden was to sing. That that was his job initially, and many right. scriptures, whether it's the Sumerian tablets or Egyptian doctrine, we find in all the ancient cultures or even Semitic cultures, he had one of the best voices in the garden, and that corresponds with the reality that the human body is a percussion instrument, as well as a whole bunch of other um, aspects or, or different variations of instruments, because we find that we have a heartbeat, the heartbeat, we have eardrums drums, as in the drums that people beat. We have vocal cords, cords that get played. We have what they call organs, you understand, organs for instrument. And when we when we pass or transcend or transition or translate, they say it's imperative that we leave on a good note. Mm. So we know that our 90s parents are personified, but we're sound in electricity. And everything vibrates. And because everything vibrates, that means everything produces a tone. So that means things manifest by way of tone. Even if you look at the Ogdo, the Ogdo had the, the first eight deities of ancient Egypt, as they call them, that emerged from the primordial waters, Nuninet, Hehihet, Kekiket, Amun, and Amunet. 
we come to realize that these are just the notes on the scale. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, or da, some say. You know what I'm saying? For their reason. So we find that these are all the, the notes on the scale, and the combination of them all give you the om in principle. So what they've done understanding this science is come to come to realize that if you really want to attack this or you want to derange our melanin or derange our psyche, one of the same, you affect our music. You understand? You affect our music. And you can see we are infected. You know what I'm saying? More than affected, we're infected. You either effect or you infect. You understand? Right. We're infected by the tones because the tones and the frequencies are off. And because the planet Earth is now changing, it's going through what they call the entropy of Gaia, or a renewal, which means all of us should be made anew. And the thing is, you have the, the sun in the center of the Earth, 600-mile-long sun in the center of the Earth, 12 tectonic plates. And these 12 tectonic plates, in addition to the center sun, correspond with the 12 cranial nerves in the penile gland, which corresponds with the sun in the celestial hemisphere, or our Milky Way and the 12 houses or the zodiac. So whenever something is offset, or pardon me, whenever something takes place of significance or even of minute matter in space, you'll find that it, that adjunct or that it affects and in turn infects one of your cranial nerves and sends a neurological impulse that should be shot from one cerebral hemisphere to the cerebral hemisphere, in which case a dendrite would be formed, creating an information highway. What does this all mean? Well, if something happens on the planet Earth, all right, and like there's about to be an earthquake or there's going to be a hurricane or there's going to be a landslide, you'll come to find that these tectonic plates, they shift. The planet Earth has a nervous impulse. The penile gland of the planet Earth, right, is the center sun that we know as a noon ray or the black sun, the center sun, the 600-mile sun on the bottom, in the bottom of the Earth. And its cranial nerves represent the tectonic plates. And if Earth should go through or anticipate a change when that tectonic plate shifts, so will a corresponding cranial nerve. So what does this all mean? This means that if you're not in tune, you won't know when to leave, where to go, what is right, what is wrong. And when I say right or wrong, not right and wrong for everyone, because this, this is so universal, right or wrong for everyone. Right or wrong, based on what it suffice for you to do personally. Mm -hmm. You understand? When I say person, I'm back into tones again, because person, per, meaning two, and sonus, meaning sound. So we're dealing with two sounds. You understand? Mm -hmm. And we're dealing with, and these two sounds from the person makes up the individual. And the individual is in dual, or inside divided by two. Again, two, we're dealing with two, or this duality. And we know the Godhead is the one that holds the pendulum that decides which, when it goes left and when it goes right. But some of us are still striving to just deal with the cause and the effect, as opposed to being the causes or um, being responsible for the effect. So not to digress, everything is produced by way of tone, sound, frequency. Everything that appears to be solid, solidity is an illusion, and it's just a mere aggregation of molecules, okay, right. that offsets a sound. Cars have its own tonation. People have their own tonation. You have your own tonation. When a song comes on, you feel it. You may listen to some old school R. Kelly, I Believe I Can Fly, and you may feel it at a point in the song where someone else will not feel it at that point in the song because we all vibrate off our own tones. And this is the significance of them trying to 
deny us of our right name. This is the significance of the Tamahu of Pasenin Ku that is trying to always mispronounce our name. Why? Because they do not want to invoke the spirit, that eternal spirit of creation, that divine spirit of creation. They purposely mispronounce your name purposely. They purposely have us in this culture where we name our children, but our children don't know what their names are because these names will invoke the spirit force that works for us and by us. So their whole thing is based on tone nation. You understand? And this is why they've corrupted our music. Because even the original guitar was a oud. And what's a oud? Well, the bass was where the high pitch was, and the high pitch is where the bass was. And this was, this was played in ancient Egypt a long time ago. And when I say Egypt, I mean pre-dynastic Egypt, not when they started counting the dynasties. Oftentimes, they like to tell us about our story during the dynastics part or during the dynastic cycle. The dynastic cycle was really a chromosomal experiment and period. It was a 46 chromosomal experiment and period, in which case the Egyptians, 23 lines or genealogies of the Egyptians was trying to tie back in 23 lines of the Sumerians to get their blood back pure. You understand? Mm -hmm. Much like you may see blacks and Spanish people of today, and then you have Spanish people that swear blind, or who they call Spanish, because they're not Spanish or Spain-ish. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But they call themselves Spanish under the pretense or just to disassociate themselves from those they call niggas. You know what I'm saying? But in actuality, we know that there's a common gene. You understand that, that, that links the two of us. So something like this was transpiring and manifesting then. And they had these 46 dynasties. And it was, and it was a, a concerted effort to see to it that these 46 dynasties was really supposed to go But it was a concerted effort to, from practicing, well, right eugenics. Now, when I say eugenics, a lot of people start thinking about it. You don't know. We don't have to kill nobody to practice eugenics. We right. were being stingy with our DNA as we have the right to because it's all in the phonetics. If you look at genes, G-E-N-E-S, in contrast to the word J-E-A-N-S, you should do the same with either or, meaning you don't throw all your genes in the wash because they will run. So we don't mm -hmm. throw all our genes in the wash. We don't mix all our genes up. You understand? Because we have nothing to gain from that. So the Egyptians or the Tamarians at that time, because I don't even like saying Egyptians, but we say for the sake of comprehension because Egyptians is a Greek word. Right. You understand? So the Egyptians would never name themselves as the Greeks, but then again, there goes the power and tones and vibrations. Because right. if they can give you a name, they become your father subtly. They become your mother subtly. Right. They can walk he your has door. falsely adopted us. This is why you see Michaelson, Robertson, Jameson, because the slave master falsely adopted us and made us his children. He's pretty much made us his bitch. The black man is pretty much the white man's bitch. You know what I'm saying? And people don't want to admit that. But our women, he's practicing polygamy with our women because they, if you go to Home Depot, or you go to any major corporation that is ran in any secretarial assistant, they won't put a brother behind the cashier. They got all the black women there. He hates mm -hmm. us, but why are we always on his plantation? He hated us, but why was he always raping our women? He hates the fact that he loves us. It's the fact that he can't survive without us. But again, it comes by way of tone. How come when we watch Kunta Kente, the question don't really ask, is what's up with this brother? How come this brother is willing to die before he gives up his name? We never ask that question. And out of all names, Toby or Tove in Hebrew is agreeable. <laughs> out of all words, out of all names. We never ask, how come? How come this brother relented? How come the chastisement? How come the willingness, not the reluctancy, but the willingness to get beat before he gave up his name? Well, it's this thing. What if my daughter, what if I name my daughter Sakmet, which means power or powerful? 
This means that if my daughter grows to be 25 years old, 30 years old, she, every time someone has to call on her, even the devil, even her oppressor, even a person attempting to repress her, make her play a subservient role, anytime anyone calls on her, they would be acknowledging and reiterating and establishing the fact that she has the potential to be powerful. Because they be like, powerful, get over here. Powerful, don't do that. Powerful. Now, if someone's trying to fight you and call you powerful at the same time, I hate you, powerful. Let's fight, powerful. <laughs> you are invoking that spirit, the same spirit that's going to get, that's going to lead to your demise. You understand? So they understood this. They knew. So they'd be damn right now if they call on us by our name. They'll say our last names, right? But the first name now is black. You have some creature. Because that name is small. You know what I'm name is white. You know what I'm saying? So you know, they call us by our last name in a heartbeat. But that first, so we don't even know what it means. They won't even play. They won't even. It's too big a risk. You know what I'm saying? Because they know that they will be invoking that spirit, that divine spirit of creation. So they have to constantly contort the tone so we won't get it right. It was, they took certain letters out of the alphabet. They emphasized the tone. We used to be speaking at 20 kilograms of speech. You know, it's not even more. You understand? But this this language, this language, people say, how can speech have weight? Speech has weight because you, when you respire, you're respiring, you're, you're respiring the, uh, contents that's made up of carbon. And elements, or the periodic table of elements just represent standards of weight, weights and measurements, the lightest weight being hydrogen, as they believe. And then as you add an extra electron to it, you wind up with helium. And as you keep adding so and so on, a constant time, a number of these elements are established by way of their weight. So the base, based on the way you get excited and how you breathe, how you talk, like Jesus, <laughs> he knows what he's doing because they're playing with the emphasis on tonation. Now, if I was calling, now if you watch the Arabs in the Muslim world, you say, what got these Negroes, right, or not even Negroes, but what got these pale Arabs so enthused that they believe when they read the scripture, when they read the Quran, in the Arabia Fusha, what makes them decide that if they, if they blow up a building, they're going to go to heaven. They're going to get 72 virgins. And first of all, that's a testament that this was a man that couldn't get a woman that, that incorporated some of this information into their doctrine. Because the, uh, a state of heaven to get 72 wives, like I got, I got, I got wives in my household. So you can't, you would, it'd be hard to sway me. Oh, you go to heaven and you can have 72 virgins. I know virgins are hard to come by. That's damn near, especially everywhere in America for the most part. But that's because of their, that's because of their technology. But the thing is, what, what, is responsible for the, that connection. When you watch uh, Arab and he's willing to blow up a building. You ask a nigga blow up a building. You understand? And he'll blow the shit up, but he'll be waiting for it to explode on the outside. You ask an Arab blow up a building, he goes in that shit along with himself and blows the shit up. There's a difference. But what happens is a nigga don't know the language. You understand? So he's not possessed. It doesn't give him that higher inclination because the tones in Arabic Fusha are way more pronounced uh, and way more potent than that of the English language. So they tend to find a, a, a connection, a higher inclination towards the creator. When you watch the Jews, you say, yo, the black community got to step it up. We got to be like the Jews. I know you heard it plenty of times. They all dress alike. They all look alike. They all, all the women wear wigs. They all look weird as hell. They're cutting holes in their sheets, but everyone's practicing the shit. Nobody wants to look any different than the other one. But when they're reading their scripture, they're reading it in the tones that is written in, because the Hebrews and tones and Arabic is in rhythm. You understand? Know so it, it establishes a connection between them and that which they worship or acknowledge. But when you look at the people who read their scriptures in English, you forget trying to blow up a building. Forget trying to all dress alike. 
You can't even get these niggas to stop eating pork. You know what I'm saying? You can't stop them from eating pork, let alone get them to do anything in true unison. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't learn the languages of the scriptures, and when we do learn these languages of the scriptures, it's put to our convenience, as they say, in the English language or in some modernized language, some baby language. So what happens is when you go into our ancient cultures or older cultures, beyond Semitic, pre-dynastic cultures, when you go into our cultures, you see letters there, tones, that even if they try to transliterate it, you say, what, what sound would that letter make? You find that even when you go into the ancient languages, more ancient, more profound, you find that they don't even let you know where the vowels are. They only show you the consonants or the consonantes meaning harmony. They don't show you where the vowels are. So the consonants being the spirit of the language and the vowels being the soul. But they, they take the soul out and they leave it because you have to be of a high priest or even worthy to know what vowels or tones belong there so you wouldn't call on our deities in vain. Because when we're speaking in the right tone, you can make the deity manifest before you. You will say, God, right now, and nothing will manifest. But if you speak in the right tones, deity will manifest before your eyes and say, well, I'm waiting. What you call on me for? You understand? And then this, this is a reality. You understand? So now you ask a question. People say, well, he has many names. Oh, cool. That's true. He has many names. It doesn't mean he responds to all these names, the creator. Now we ask a question. In 1565, the letter J was implemented into the language. It wasn't nowhere on the planet. The letter J wasn't here. Niger was a country nigger. There was no letter J. In 1565, this is the truth. 1565, the letter J was incorporated. So now you have to ask, is Jehovah just 445 years old? Is Jesus 445 years old? How can someone like Melchizedek or any of these people be ancient of days that their name doesn't even pre-exist the first 2,000 years? Could we call on someone named Jehovah if someone named Jehovah wouldn't even respond to Jehovah before 1565? How could we call on someone called Jesus if someone called Jesus had its inception in 1565 and prior to that would have never been called on? What could we invoke with that tone? But you know what's funny. If you look at it in Hebrew, I'll give you an example. You have shed or shaddai. When you add a yard to the end of a word, and it gives it this I pronunciation, so you get shed. You have shed, which means demon. But when you put a yard, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, right? When you mm-hmm. put a yard at the end, that one little change turns it from demon to God. But when you take the Y out, like I'm asking teacher, it's author over 400 books. So part of them incarcerating him, right, is to say you can't write books no more. Because we established, no, not child molestation, a RICO charge, racketeering. You understand what I'm saying? So what happens is they stopped him. They stopped the hand of God. So when they moved the yard or the hand of God, that which the Jews hold to read their scriptures, when they moved the hand of God, it's no longer Shaddai, which means force or mighty force or powerful. It's now shed when you move the, the letter Y or the yard, and you get what? Shed, which means demon. So just that simple, just moving one tone, moving one letter, you move from what, that which they call God, Shaddai, or, or powerful force. You move one letter, and you wind up with demon that fast. So when people say, well, they just, it's just a change in letters, change in cultures, what are we calling on? Because that's an example of you calling on God one minute, and they take one letter out, and now you're calling on a demon. So not right. only, not only, you know what I'm saying, are we calling on the wrong name, we might be calling on another name or another entity. And this is why you say, how come black people can't just wake up? Because the name of their zodiac is named after gods that don't look like them. The names of the days of the week are named after gods that don't look like them. The names of the days of the month are named after gods that don't look like them. 
Utah course, the very spirit force that the Caucasoids pray to, that the Caucasoids ask them to empower them with, of course we are enslaving ourselves if we call on the same forces. Of course, if the slave master was praying to Jesus and acknowledging Jesus as his Lord and Savior, the second in the day that the slave decided to call on Jesus, he helped perpetuate that slave entrapment and in slavery. Exactly. Now the slave master can step back because now he got you calling on the same force that made him progressive and very prosperous in his endeavor to keep us in slavery and in state of involuntary servitude. So it's these tones. So we look at Biggie Smalls, and he's a Gemini. He's dealing with two, two, two alternative mentalities. You know what I'm Bringing it right back. And then you look at Tupac, but then we go into the word Pac in Hebrew. What is Pac? Pac means calamity. So what's the two calamities? Tupac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Gemini. Oh, shit. Look at this. East Coast, West Coast. So now we start seeing. What's the, it's, it's in the tones. He was destined to die. Both of them. Destined. Just because of the names we call on. No, he was, he was born to die. He was born to die. And he knew it. What's thousands? <laughs> you understand? And then, you know what also made them destined to die? Because Biggie Smalls called himself Frank White. And Tupac called himself Machiavelli. And some other Negro called himself Mussolini. And Mussolini went into Ethiopia and killed the Ethiopian women and children. The men got so depressed it was easy to overthrow them. Only the Mafia Sudan came in and saved them. Not Salasi, but I know niggas going to get mad. Now, I, didn't, I didn't knock the brothers. It's just not, it's just not reality. You understand? Right. Demasi did this. You understand? So now we have to ask a question. We have to ask a question. Mussolini? A rapper going to name himself after Mussolini? A rapper going to name himself after Frank White? A, a, a Caucasian? A rapper going to name himself after Machiavelli? A Caucasian? Let me share something with you. A Caucasian? A fictional Caucasian? So me... that shows you the pride and esteem of our own people because no one's going to call themselves Malcolm X in the rap game. No one's going to call themselves Martin Luther King in the rap game. People undermine Martin Luther King like, like he was some kind of punk or something. But this was a guy that was getting threatened every day of the week to do what he was doing. And I know he's part of the Boulay Society, but maybe the nigga joined the shit because that was the medium to which he can teach his people. I know Drew Ali and Deuce Ali and these niggas did some old crazy shit. They was involved with some infiltrators that was trying to destroy our community, but maybe that was the only medium that they can use to get the information out. Because we on blog talk right now, and the Jews run this shit. Exactly. But niggas is listening, and they're going to wake up. So maybe this is the medium we have to use until we get out of our impoverished condition. So when people say, so how come this person was down with the bully? Fuck him. We don't like him. You don't like him. So then what did you do? What are your accolades? Maybe people say, yo, polite, you can't teach. What are you trying to do? You know, you're not supposed to do that. Who authorized you to write these books? Nigga, my teacher wrote 400 plus books. They say the apple don't fall far from the tree. So if the apple wrote 408 plus books, you know what I'm saying? The tree produces 408 plus books. Some yeah. apples better produce 10 plus books at least. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, what are we at doing? Least. If Marcus Garvey had his own shipping company. Right. Yeah. Then I shouldn't have the right to breathe that man's name unless I at, I'm at least in some kind of entrepreneur type of position. Yeah. You understand? Cause why? Why and even invoke the brother's name and call on his name in vain if we're not going to try to reflect that which he has left here for us? Elijah Muhammad, steakhouses, import and export, fish, import and export. They never identify these brothers' economical accolades. They're bisexual accolades. They want to. They want you to get in their bedroom. They right. want. They want to show you Malcolm X, a Muslim, is mad because a Muslim is practicing polygamy. This is insane. This shit is crazy. You understand? They want to exploit that. 
but they never want to tell you about their economical endeavors because if we did try to be like our leadership and identify what would truly made them great, what made them great was the ability to obtain resources, funds, and not be corrupt because the spirituality ran concurrent with the economics. We didn't just have money. We didn't just Man. have spirituality. And this is the problem we have in today. We got to run concurrent. We mastered the material. All exactly. of these. You become a master on this plane, and you serve yes. on higher. Yes, That's exactly. How we do. So <laughs> now that we're missing the most important, it's like when you look at the map and where Atlantic is sunk in that, it's that big space, that big empty hole. This whole thing is an empty space because we are not operating. We ain't living out one week of these great, these great people, these prophets who came along. We're not even living out a day of their life with the shit that we're doing right now because we're not dealing with economics at all. It's all about our vibration. It's all about our vibration. What I mean by our vibe? You know, people walk in the room sometimes, you're like, oh, nigga, you off the vibe. I'm going to, I got to work tomorrow. I got to go to school, matter of fact. Sometimes people just walk in the room, whole oh, shit changed. Shit just changed. People don't want to be involved no more. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's about a vibration. We have to reactivate our melanin. What's one significant thing about melanin that people don't talk about? Melanin Harlem shake. That shit is a manifestation of melanin. When niggas start shaking until their pants fall off their ass, that shit is melanin cells. Melanin cells resonate. They move back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And depending on how um, detoxicated, how, how untoxicated, how, how non-toxic your melanin is, it resonates that much more. It, it gives you that vibratory response to the point because uh, another thing, another important thing to note about us as Nubians, especially people, another important thing to note is on the planet, and this is a scientific fact, when it comes to black people and other races, when it comes to black people on the planet, the organism that, or the life that, is more, that correlates with our DNA the most is the dolphin. And dolphins see by way of echolation, meaning vibration. We see based on vibration. You understand? We don't realize it, though. But a lot of times we get into arguments not because of what someone is saying, but what you feel behind it. You understand? We get into these arguments. Someone says, stop acting stupid. But what's felt is this nigga really just calling me stupid. You understand? So we, 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 we're, we're an emotional people because our cells are constantly vibrating. So how they get to deactivate our melanin is by deactivating our music. Because they know we, we, we our Nani's parents personified by way of sound and electricity. So what better way than to, than to create instruments used by electricity? You understand? Create synthetic music to produce synthetic thoughts. This is a question. When we listen to hip-hop, when we listen to hip-hop, not all hip-hop, well, let's call it rap now. When we listen to, to rap, right, and someone decides, we say freestyle. I once went to 42. So brother say, yo, you spit? Spit. That's the word for Apophis in Egypt. The demon. It's just a coincidence, though. That's what Apophis means, though. Stick. But you know what I'm saying? But we'll we'll move we'll move beyond that. I was at 40 deuce, and someone was like, "Yo, brother, you spit, you spit." So I said, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it." So I said, "You go first. Yo, ah, I, I, I fuck kidnap your your mom's, rape your spouse, go in your house, out of. So I'm like, "Damn, this brother don't even know me." You know, brothers playing the freestyle, they playing the music and everything. He he rapping to the beat. And I'm looking, I'm like, this nigga's possessed. I just met him. Why do you want to kill me? Why do you want I'm like offended. Right. But I said, oh, but think about it now. This is the next question. I got a question. Anybody that's listening on the radio, ask yourself. Instead of playing the radio with the synthetic music, imagine if this cipher that I was in, 
brothers playing the radio, imagine if everybody's beating drums. Do you think the words duct tape your mother, rape your spouse will come out of his mouth? When is the last drum. time you seen a group of Africans beat a drum and start talking about raping somebody and, and, and clapping somebody and splitting their wigs? Do drums make you talk about splitting niggas' wigs? Nah, no. Never has. Drums Unless you go in the war. Unless you go in the war. And that's yeah. when you start singing classical music, because classicus is what was sung or sang by the Romans before they went to war. That's, a, that's the term class. You understand? And, that, and that's a whole other thing, because education is edited, edited dictation. And when you look at class or classicus, that's the music that was sang to go to war. And that's why I said the tones is messed up, because even when they mean well to try to educate us, it's still negative. Because class, class comes from classicus. Classicus is the music that was sang before they went to war to kill someone. Now let's go further. Student. Student comes from the Latin word studiare. It means to stab or, or prick to the point of bleeding. You can look it up etymologically. So now we got student, which means to stab or prick to the point of bleeding. So we say, well, students are supposed to go to school, but school is the Greek word school for hell. You understand? But then we say, but they're supposed to get their diploma, but diplomacy is what you was granted after the war, after you killed everyone. Mm. You understand? So now, now we start thinking, and we say, okay, student, but you go to school to get a degree. And degrees allude to, the, to heat or hot because you're in school. Hell, fire. You understand? Mm. <laughs> so when you start looking at all the words, you start saying, is this a coincidence? Or are these demons? Are these devils? Because how come uh, every word that we look up happens to be negative? And I say this is my queen, but when I look up the word etymologically, the word queen means whore or prostitute. So I have to call on my sister, and I mean the right thing. What I'm invoking is something negative. In fact, I'm provoking something in her because something in her was established the true concept of being a deitist or ura or ura or nisu or nisu text. Pardon me. You understand? This is within us. But when we use these tones, it's etymology. The essence of the words are negative, though we have good intent. But doing good and meaning good are two different things. You understand? We mean well. But then we go back and say etymologically, then we actually will look up the word. And you see whore. You see prostitute. Say, look up student. Stab, poke, or prick. Look up degree, heat, fire, school, shoe, hell, diploma. What they gave the soldiers because they were granted diplomacy. They were given diplomas after they, they killed everyone in the war. And what did they do before? They sang these hideous songs, classicus music, to invoke the spirit force of fallen angels to help be successful in this war to kill everyone. You know the classical music. <laughs> that shit make me want to fight every time I hear it. <laughs> that shit sound annoying. But then you got Negroes listening to this music, and you wonder why we want to kill each other. Our music don't sound like the drums no more. It sound like rock and roll and all sorts of demonic shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's that. And it's classicus. It's classical music. It's making us want to go to war. It's class. We're in school. About to get our diploma. This is what's going on. You understand? So they are, they are deranging our melanin. The, our melanin hears this music, and it contorts the vibration, the vibratory functions of our melanin that, that maintains our homeostasis, the regulation of regularity of our body. It's being thrown off. It's, it's even messing up our heartbeat wearing jewelry because the jewelry is made up of alloys and is a natural conductor, a superconductor of electricity. It's the most flexible element of them all. It can be compressed and condensed into states that so microscopic is inconceivable and incomprehensible how much it can be flattened or even or even pressed to the point of near disintegration and still maintain a level of conductivity electrically. Yet 
we pull it out the planet, we throw it the vital rhythm of the planet, we put it around our neck, mixed in with other elements, and it throws off our heart because we already have gold in our body. Right. We already have gold in our body that our melanin vibrates off of. So when we start putting these gold chains around our neck, we don't have the slightest clue. The slightest clue. What is taking place is throwing off our biorhythm. We used to, buy, we used to have a biorhythm of eight. They correspond with the planet Earth's biorhythm of eight. And they changed the music from middle C now to eight at 442 hertz. And then the, the, the brain now has went down from 900 megahertz down to 800 megahertz. What else is 800 megahertz? 800 megahertz is the phone. And the plane, the way they're, they're paving the concrete and the pavement, they're making it extra higher. So we're that closer to the fourth sphere or the ionosphere, which is where they send radio waves. What does all this mean? This means you are picking up telepathic messages via the radio, via the cell phone, via the satellite. You don't know what kind of thoughts going in your head. One day you just walking down the block, you singing shit. You can't even stand the song. Sometimes you can't get songs that you hate out your head because you you picking up on that radio station. Because now they have reduced the megahertz of your brain down to that of the cell phone, which is at 800 megahertz. Our brain used to be at 900 megahertz, corresponding with the nine magnetic particles of our brain that each one has an etheric cord connected to our ancestors. You understand? So they teach us to spin. Because when we spin, we tangle up these etheric cords, in which case we get dizzy and we may even pop these, mag- these um, magnetic particles even by listening to destructive music that is synthetic and doesn't correspond with the natural beat of our heart. The time is based on your heartbeat, which means what? Adrenaline produces time. What do you mean adrenaline produces time? This shit sounds crazy. This is alphamation. I'll show you how adrenaline produces time. Now you're going to believe I'm really the nigga writing those 19 plus books. Because I can just transcribe this shit right here in this book. Now when we look at it, we say to ourselves what? If you was on a line to get a metro card, Mm-hmm. And some old lady just come out, and you know you got to go to work. You got to get there dumb fast. You, you're sitting there, you're like, yo, come on, with this lady. She can't find it. You're like, damn, I can't believe this person is just going to sit here as though they didn't know they was going to be on this line to buy this metric card. You're waiting until you can get on the train. You're like, this person just ain't going to give. Don't you know you should have your money ready? Everybody's online. It's early in the morning. It's rush hour. Everybody's trying to get to work. You're going crazy. You can't stand to wait. You're losing your mind because your adrenaline is rushing. So you have this awareness. You're so cognizant of time, it's, it's not even funny, and it's driving you crazy. Now, let's think. You're also the same person that can go to a club, get in there at 12 where the drinks are free or even tickets are free, so you can stay in there until, what, 4 or 5 in the morning. And you'll stand up all day. You'll stand up all day and won't feel no way because you're happy of where you're at. You're happy about your position at that point. Well, you couldn't wait two minutes for the old lady to pull her money out the wallet, to buy a metro card. So adrenaline, as it relates to your heart, determines time. Why am I mentioning this? Because when you listen to music, music can rejuvenate dead cells and bring you back, make you go into the past and bring back your youth. Or music can remind you of your death. The music of today reminds me of the oncoming death that is inevitable. And we don't have to die, but that's what music does to us. What do I mean? Because the music is saying, I should have cheated. And you're saying to yourself, yeah, I felt like that at one point. Right. And someone else is saying, you know, it may sound like I'm gassing you, but it takes time to get from the backseat to the passenger. And next thing you know, the song is off the chain. Girls love it. But girls don't like to be cheated on. But they love the music. They love it so much so they call each other bitch. They love the music. So they're saying, every song that comes out that's a hit is depressing. How come no one's rapping about how much they love their son? 
How come no one's rapping about how much they love their daughter? How come no one's rapping about how much they, they love their mother or their father? Mm. But what are the hits? The so-called, even the conscious song. Let's think about the conscious song. Let's think about the conscious song. All the conscious music that you hear, you know, yo, that's a hot conscious song. But what is, they talking about Illuminati, 66, the devil, and, and the heartwaves and projects and how it's fucking up the earth and shit going, it's going to crash and start marketing. But this is all evil shit. When are we going to say something positive? It's still revolving around six ether, disagreeable, negative elements of what's going on day-to-day life. When are we going to be happy about the trees still being here? When are we going to be happy? Damn, I what nigga need to make a song about just waking up and breathing. Oh, shit, I'm still alive. If you hate life that much, jump off a fucking building. You know what I'm saying? Like, just jump. You know what I'm saying? Stop wasting time. If you hate it that much, if everything that comes out your mind has to be exceedingly negative, then just jump and save us time because some of us appreciate the fact that we woke up today. And I don't want to hear you throughout the whole album talking this crazy shit. So then people say, yo, Polite, I heard you rap. And sometimes your shit sound like gangster music because sometimes I'm mad. I got the right to wear more than one hat. I could be a Mason, I could be a Native American, a basketball player, and a damn gangster if I feel like it. Granted, granted your behavior around me. Either you pass me the ball or you try to play me. If you're not going to wear that hat, but I'm not going to be in that hat all the time. I, I'm that individual, but I know my axis. You got to know your axis. Some people ain't comedians. They try to be comedians, but that's not them. You got to know your axis because that's, that's out your element. Sometimes you have to come out your axis. Sometimes you may be a peaceful brother, but you say, this person needs a nigga to talk to them because they, they ain't going to listen to a brother like me. Right now, my state of peace. So you got to be like one riding the bike of life. What do I mean? When you ride a bike, it was hard to ride it at first because you're trying to establish your center. But once you establish your center, you got so good, you was even able to manipulate and defy the law of physics. You was able to lean to the left extremely, lean to the right extremely. But eventually, you have to come back to your center, right? When we ride a bike, you lean all the way to the left, lean all the way to the right. But if you keep playing around, you're going to slip and you're going to fall. You got to go back to your center. But we have to find or establish what exactly is our center. How we do that is find out what exactly is our tone. But we have to stop listening and watching things that are negative because the eyes are connected to the brain. And since the eyes are connected to the brain, this means the, the, what you see or what you perceive is only molded by how you think. So if you got a negative outlook on life, then your eyes will dictate that same clause to you. You mm. know what I'm saying? If your education is revolves around Caucasoid information and knowledge, yep. then this would mean <laughs> that you, your eyes, the way you see the world, Caucasians have everything better. Damn niggas be always starting problems. Your eyes, what you see. So when you bring out scriptures and you say, but look what the scripture says, and you say, damn, is this nigga blind? Hell yeah, he's blind because he's ignorant. You understand? You can read certain sentences to people in books. They do you see this? And they can't because their brain won't allow them to see it because their brain is connected to their eyes. So no matter how much you read that sentence over and over, they'll never see the sentence. They really can't see it. Mm. Because they only can see based on their brain. Because we cut the cranium in half. You're going to see the eyes are connected to the brain. So when you're looking at people, you're actually looking into their brain. You're actually mm. tapping into their thoughts just by making eye contact. You see, all, mm. this, all this stuff is crazy. You know what I'm saying? People just be like, yo, niggas just be making shit up. But it's common sense. And this type of information used to be normal. And it, was a, it used to be a point in our life where you can just, everyone came to sit at our feet because our, our melanin, our hair, worked as antennas or receptors to get cosmic information. 
So no one else was privy because they wasn't privy to have melanin, which is a gift bestowed upon us by our ancestors. You understand? So no one couldn't just tap into this information and tell you, oh, Sirius B exists, or Digitaria, or Botolo. That exists. Only the doggone. Because their hogan was in tune with the two sun, moon, and stars via his hair cells, via his skin cells, the largest organ in the body, via the skin. Made up of an abundance of melanin. So black they look green or blue. You understand? These were our antennas. These are still our antennas. But now we have to reactivate our antennas. One of the main things we have to do, you know what would really save save our life as a people? Just get some damn sunshine. Stop hiding from the sun. Stop carrying freaking umbrellas. Umbrellas are made up of black synthetic matter, also known as melanin. So why the hell would a nigga whose body is made up of melanin wear a damn umbrella? Down a sunny day. This shit is ridiculous. The umbrella is made up of melanin. You're made up of melanin. And to protect yourself from the sun, you're going you're gonna to put an umbrella over your melaninated body? Hmm. That's compromising your DNA. And when you go home, the curtains are there because you don't want nobody peeking at you. You know, niggas peeping Tom. You know, people going to look in your window. You don't need people seeing you, so you close the window. And when you go to work, you go to work when it's nighttime. And when you get off of work, you're coming off when it's nighttime. There. And then, even where you work at, most of us have to go into the city to get jobs. And in the cities, they always show where everyone can get the jobs, where all the people that live in impoverished, destitute environments, when they do get a job, nine times out of ten, they get it in the city. And in the city, they have what they call skyscrapers. Because they intend to scrape the sky. They intend to block the sun. Because they mad at us that we daywalkers. You understand? So they intend to block the sun. So between the skyscrapers, the time you have to go to work, you go underground, subway, get no sun. You understand? You're blocking the sun with the curtains. By the time you're done, you deactivated your melanin. You don't even know what it is to feel sunlight no more. You don't even realize the damage. You are suffering from color deprivation. Right. You're not getting the full spectrum of light. You may not be getting enough yellow in your life, which causes diarrhea or even constipation. Yellow deprivation. Now, that sounds crazy. I know a lot of niggas who backed up and constipated. There's no reason they should be in the bathroom that long. I'm about to start filling up bathrooms with just nothing but yellow paint so that we can get the shit out of these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is for thing. real. Like, niggas is color deprived. They're not getting enough colors. The only color they're getting is blue. And blue, and that's only because blue is the fastest color in the color spectrum. This is information that we need to teach our children because if we subject them to the Caucasoid education, it works good for the Caucasoid and his mental frequency, but never us. And it deranges our melanin. You understand? Right. Because you have euro, you have, pardon me, neuromelanin and neuromelanin. One is brain melanin and one is brain and nerve melanin. So you you can you can look black and and, and think white. Mm. So you can think black and look a bit white. Avatar. You understand? <laughs> it's crazy. Now I want to make a point. Also, your water. You should always have your. This is for the audience. Always leave your water out in sunlight. Do not leave your right. water so in dark places. Solarize the water so you can have intake that particular sun energy to your, into yourself. Always right. leave your water out, you know what I'm saying, preferably alkalized water, charge in the sun, and you will be doing yourselves a tremendous service. You know what I'm I got that in my Son of God book, Are You Worshiping the Son of God, the Son of God. You want to know what else is interesting? If we're not getting sun exposure, but we do find ourselves outside. But you know what the trick is? The trick is to say how much hours is in a day. You say 24 hours, but there's 24 hours in a day. How much hours is in the night? 
Then we have to say, hold on, something ain't right. The math ain't right. But why would, why would they emphasize day overnight? Because they don't want you to know that you're out more in the night than you're out in the day, which means you are taking in the moon's light. And the moon doesn't have a light of its own. It has, it, it, its illumination comes as a subsequent effect of it representing the light from the sun. It's not illuminated by itself. So you're getting a compromised, diluted, or unholy part of the spectrum. You're missing the full spectrum by being out more in the night, more during shadow hour than in the light hour, which means what? You become a lunar tick. When you're taking in more moonlight than sunlight, you become a werewolf. A nigga want to come out, nah, that shit is for real. <laughs> you, become a, you become a werewolf. You know what I'm saying? You start hollering. We be pulling in a club, throwing those bones. Why on earth would you go to a club to elbow niggas, knowing this shit gonna get you in drama? Why would you go to a club to play the wall and stare at other niggas when there's all these females there? Why the female, when I go to dance with her, she looks at me like I'm an extraterrestrial because I got the nerve as a man to want to dance with a female, and she got the nerve as a female to want to dance with a female. And she's looking at me like I got it messed up. These niggas are vampires, werewolves, ghouls, goblins, gargoyles, you name it, that's what we've become. Because this is not us. The corpusoid is the one that likes dwelling in the night and taking in the light from the moon because that light doesn't compromise his anatomy as much as the full spectrum of the sun. So he traditionally comes out in the night. He traditionally created, he created the nightclubs so his people can come out in the night and get the spectrum from the moon, an incomplete spectrum from the sun because he can stay alive that way. He can stay alive that way. Even the food that gets heated up comes from sound waves. Food gets cooked because of sound waves. Right. The, the shit that heats up the food in the microwave is sound bouncing all off the walls. That's what keeps, cooks the food. So now think about when you got headphones on your ears and you're blasting it to the top. Think about when you're in your car and you got a, a sound system, you know what I'm saying, that can shake the block. Niggas are in a microwave. And why? Because white folks like eating niggas. So first they cook you by creating this fucked up music, and then they eat you. This is real. Real talk. I had it seen sounds crazy, but it's for real. I had seen something that you dropped in the book before about the decimal level in the iPod microphones, and it exceeding a certain level in piercing. Can you drop? Can you speak on that? Say that again. I had read something in one of the books. I'm not sure if it was a book that you wrote or not. But it was speaking about the decibel level in the iPod headphones. Well, basically, that's that. that I alluded to something like that in my 2012 book. But again, basically, again we're vibrating. Our brain used to be under 900 megahertz. Now it's on 800 megahertz. Let me just pop up. And and now when you're looking at again the decibel level, when you're looking at the amount of megahertz, when you're looking at or taking into consideration, I should say synthetic tonation versus natural tonation. And when I'm saying natural tonation, again, you got to think, if our 90s parents personified, again, by way of sound and electricity, there's a question to be asked. There's a question. What is this electricity? When you go to church and someone catches the Holy Spirit, don't look like a baseball game, like they do the wave, someone raises their hands up, and then the whole row got to get the wave. Now, somebody's faking it because they don't want to look like they got the devil in them. But that shit is really an electrical current. And it's going through one body to the next body to the next body to the next body. 
Now we're listening to our little iPod and we're putting our headphones on, but we don't realize that we're subjecting ourselves and we're leaving ourselves more prone and susceptible to the ways of who? We're leaving ourselves prone to the ways of the demon that possessed the person that has us listening to their music. Because if a person makes music and they're possessed by a demon, when you listen to the music, you're subjecting yourself to the same demon. You're subjecting yourself to the same current. Exactly. And the body is an electrical mechanism. The food has to be electric. So if you're going to listen to electrical music and electrical sounds, you're electricity, hydrolysis, because the body works so for hydrolysis. The brain, 52 ounces, sits on the product. The brain sits on water. And what happens is when you breathe in oxygen, these oxygen strands attach to broken down strands of protein called amino acids, and the oxygen that that attaches itself to what they call amino acids sets off a series of explosions that offsets what they call natural electricity. So the body is an electrical mechanism. You know what I'm saying? The water is the conduit because it's a high conductor of electricity. You know what I'm saying? So when we listen to this, this music the, and the nervous impulses that, that come for our brain, the, the music makes us nervous. The music makes us nervous. The music taps in to the water that's in our body. The music contorts our melanin, and it sends messages and impulses to the brain, and it causes us to be hypnotized. What does it mean? This means that I can listen to music to the point I start thinking I'm a gangster, set myself up, and get myself killed. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can start talking craziness to people, knowing that well I never got into a fight a day in my life. But I listen to this music so much, I'm possessed. I play the song over and over. Run room starting the way. I leave 12 shells in your mouth like a carton of eggs. All right, that shit was hard. Let me play it back. Leave 12 shells yeah. in your mouth like a carton of eggs. That shit was hot. Play it back. 12 shells in your mouth. I say, even myself, I say, that shit is hot. Because I, I feel the metaphor. I feel the brothers thinking. But I have to say, damn, the devil is a very intelligent being. No one ever, you see, people always misconstrue the fact that the devil, being a devil has something to do with being stupid. No, to the contrary. He was one of the highest angels. In any doctrine, any scripture, he was chosen. You know what I'm saying? One child of 700,000 of his kind is the most able and brilliant personality to teach in the boundless universe. And he was brought up and he was taught by Murdoch, or Mike, or Melchizedek, or Nebuchadnezzar, or Yanu, or however people want to call him. He was brought up by Michael, or the Warren Angel, and he found out, he, and he was kidnapped from his father, Tarnish, according to the Sumerian tablets, and they found out they couldn't reform the devil. Nonetheless, he was brilliant. He was intelligent. He was subtle. You understand, yeah. which means intelligently deceptive. No one ever said that idiots are stupid. You understand? So he has a state of what, under the spell, or mass hypnosis, you look up the word etymologically, hypnosis, you see that it just implies sleep. And if you check out the alpha and better ways, you come to find out people are walking, and though their eyes are open, they're still on the sleep waves. Niggas are sleepwalking. You can give them this profound information, and they go back and start drinking and smoking. Now, that shit is sleepy. That, like, people are sleepy. They got bags so big on their eyes you can sleep this shit. Niggas are sleepy. They're sleepy, and it's time for them to be woken up. And this information, some people's DNA can only go but so far. However, some people's DNA can only go as far as Christianity. 
Some people's DNA can only go as far as Islam. Some people's DNA can only go as far as Judaism. You know what I'm saying? Or Hinduism. Or Buddhism. But others can go beyond that. Some people's DNA stops there, and it, it suffice to say there's not enough information for them to take in in this lifetime because they can only be informed. They only can take that which was already in a form. But some of us can take that which was that is already out of form, out of formation. Some of us can take out formation. You can hear it for the first time. You can hear it for the first time and assimilate it, process it, digest it, and know what to do with it and make it applicable. While others of us, our DNA stops short. It's like, I, we, we need spookism. Some of us really need spookism to keep us alive because you take it away from us, it's a crutch, and they can't do nothing with themselves. While others of us have to move forward. We have to leave the other people back. The new generation wants this information. We have to give it to them because they're being sadly and violently denied of information that will set their DNA off to explode because our, our fate inevitably is, is stamped into our DNA. We have a future. That's okay. so prosperous that what they're doing to us, they're seeing to it that we don't raise ourselves in this consciousness. So consciousness can pass us by. So we can stay in this reality as others of us transcend this reality and exist on other planes in our own mental existence. You understand? Okay. While others of us will stay here and, and not be the wiser that something, that a change has occurred. Some of us will stay here and choose to be enslaved, choose to be in prison. We will become as the exoplasms that uh, create or produce what they call plasma, or pardon me, what they call apparitions that float around, what they call ghosts, that die so dramatically, being so traumatized that the adrenaline from them at the point of their death makes them repeat the same hour of the point of their death, where they say ghosts keep traveling, walking up and down the stairs every 3 o'clock in this house, or every 5 o'clock this ghost comes right yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, that's traumatic. Because they die so traumatically. And they, right. and they yeah. never transcended the, the laws of the physical plane so much so that they became disembodied, never wanting to move further, never acknowledging the fact that something beyond this actually exists. So they got entrapped here on the physical plane. And this is why it's so important that no matter how much you feed yourself physically, you have to feed yourself spiritually so you don't wind up like many of the disembodied souls here that would do anything to fill through you because they need to use you as a host to stay alive. So they'll do anything. So if they die greedy for money and you're greedy for food, you're still compelling them. And then right. they'll do anything. Brother. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> let me let me um let me uh segue into the particular point, even though everything he's just saying is leading up to this particular point, but I wanna specify so we could get right into it. You spoke on, you know, being awake for a prestigious time that DNA is supposed to be going into a particular event horizon, as you said, it exploded coming on, and we know and understand this particular node and what we understand this time-space continuum to be 2012, right? Yes. Now, can we explain to people, because what's at stake here is exactly what you said, is souls being trapped in an alternative reality and then others ascending, you know what I'm saying, and, um, you know, being out of contact with those same way that uh, when they changed the Gregorian, when they changed the calendar to the Gregorian calendar and they went around and took, quote-unquote, census and outer villages and people were saying that the New Year was still at the end of March and the beginning of April, they called them April Fools. 
Yeah. He said, you don't know. The shit been changed to January 1st. Yeah, April Fool. So that's where April Fool came from. But they still out of space and out of place, living in a, a different alternative reality, which is actually the reality, the true reality, because it's locked in, you know what I mean, a cycle that's actually in tune with the universe, as opposed to, you know, this artificial time that's been created by the Gregorian calendar. So I want to I want to explain to so you know what's at stake is another twenty six thousand years that these people are trying to hold on to by dumbing right. masses and not understanding the importance of this precision this particular procession of the equinoxes. A lot of people I'm understanding, even lecturers, don't understand the science of what is about to take place, and they want oh, yeah. to pass it off as conjecture or conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. And That's right. you know, confuse people as to whether, you know, the uh, the Caucasians are using Harper. It has nothing to do with the science of 2012. I want you to go into the science of 2012, but uh, first and foremost, I want to, at the same time, giving the people the information, explain what would the necessary solutions be to bring oneself back into realignment for this, you know, what I'm saying propitious time. Well, one of the main things, let's, let's go to the alignment part first. One of the main things that we have to do to get back in tune, to be prepared for that transformation, we have to we have to adhere to our molecular destiny. And what I mean by that is for us to receive whole life beings, let me say this, we don't have seven chakras, we have nine chakras, we have nine seats of existence. Caucasoid have, the Caucasoid female has six seats or six chakras of, of existence. The male has five chakras of existence. And when, as far as you're looking at the Orientals or the Hindus or East Indians, as some would call it, they're dealing with seven chakras of existence. And some extraterrestrial beings that have been coming in here, as some call ghosts mistakenly, that come here, that vibrate off of different densities, they exist within some of us on the eighth chakra or the eighth ether. And then we are built with nine chakras or nine sockets. We are built with nine sockets. And what is happening is because of the procession of the equinox, what is happening is the universe is trying to plug, or not trying, that's a bad word, the universe will be plugging in to us, meaning we have nine sockets, all nine will be plugged into. And if you don't properly align yourself, and we'll get into how do you go about that, but if you don't properly align yourself, you'll blow out. Just in the case of when you get a, a multi out outlet adapter, and you plug in things that require or demand such a high voltage that when you put an uh, electrical oven and a food processor that can be plugged in and a, a washer and dryer into this multi-plug adapter, you know what I'm saying, and you plug it into the wall, it tends to just blow out. And the other case being something could even be set on fire, plugging too much stuff in. So some of us may spontaneously combust, and this happens from time to time. Unconsciously or inadvertently, we tap into the universe, and the universe taps into us or plugs into us. And when it plugs into us, sometimes you spontaneously combust because you're about to receive a whole light beam. You understand? And if you can't maintain the wattage that that whole light being identifies with or needs to establish itself, on higher planes and densities, you know what I'm saying, you do your body a serious injustice, and it's a shock. 
to your nervous system. It can make you go crazy. It can make you spontaneously combust. It can make you pass out. Like I said, be set ablaze. So you have sockets within your body. And there's beings that, that come through what they call the vortex. Everyone's saying, where's the vortex? The vortex. They're waiting for the vortex to open up. The vortexes exist within you. They're called chakras. Some people call them chakras. Some people call them seats of existence. Whatever, Be that as it may, whatever you choose to call it by, whatever name, euphemism, or synonym, you understand? You have sockets or you have portholes. And each one gives access to different planes, inside out, meaning you can go, you can transform inside out, and others can outform inside you. You understand? Know meaning that beings can come through this planet by way of you. When you identify with lower emotions, you allow beings that exist on lower density levels to come through you at the lowest seat, or the second lowest seat, or the third lowest seat. Or the fourth lower seat. You understand? You allow beings to, and that's what they call it, walk-ins. In music, they call it walk-ins. Because you can listen to a certain music or a certain song, and you can find yourself possessed. Much like when you listen to the music in the church, and people find themselves possessed. Because that music, right, these, these spirit forces come by way of blood being generated. Because the original trinity that's mentioned in the scriptures is blood, spirit, and water. This Father, Son, Holy Spirit... That's something they made up, but if you look at it in the in Semitic languages or the ancient languages, you see, and, and even in some translations, you still see blood, spirit, and water. That's the trinity. But this blood, spirit, and water generates the etheric force that can affect your psyche, come in you, dwell within you, and, and hold you hostage without you even knowing. Learn you. Identify with your emotions. Do things as you would traditionally do with a slight offset to the point it, it got you completely. It works as a cell, not like a cell in your body, a cell like an agent. Mm-hmm. And it learns you so much so that eventually it will take you and it won't allow you to come back. And it will make you its other personality and use you as a host. And this is why it's so important for us to sublimate our senses. So how do we de- deny this or stop this from happening? First and foremost, the change in diet. We have to change the diet. And you can tell a lot about a person's discipline based on how willing and ready they are to change their diet. Because people got off of cocaine. People get off of cocaine. People get off of heroin. It's a hard road. It looks hard. It's a hard road. Myself, I never did drugs. It just wasn't one of the things I did. I'm not that good. I rob people, but I never did drugs. I, I just It just wasn't in me to smoke and drink. That I didn't do. Why? It just wasn't in me. It was, it, I didn't identify with that part of my DNA or my genealogy that did all the drinking and smoking because I come from a long line of alcoholics and niggas who blow butt. This is a reality. Well, mm-hmm. I never put myself in that, that, that atmosphere to make that DNA explode, to give me that inclination to do these things. However, we have to learn how not to put ourselves in environments to tempt the negative alleles or the the negative alleles that exist in us or the recessive traits that people call ancestors because each of us are made up of 30 different personalities extending back four generations. And sometimes you may get a craving for food or even crave to smoke a drink knowing you don't like it or knowing you don't do it. And that's because it's not you. It's the environment or because of circumstances, a certain level of anxiety, a certain food you ate, a certain encounter with someone, or a certain level of information, or a certain song okay. that offsets something in your DNA that invokes or awakens that, that, that part of you, culture and ancestry, that science calls alleles, that 
science also calls the recessive or the progressive And based on what atmosphere that you're in, it will dictate which ancestor will speak through you. You may even hear voice, but the voice is not coming from outside of you. It's coming from within you. Case in point, I can have cancer, and my daughter's daughter's daughter can have cancer, and I'd be dead over 100 years now. I've done died over 150 years. I've died already. But they say or they attribute my daughter's cancer to me because they ask, is there a history of cancer in the family? And they find out I'm the one that chose to smoke, 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 smoke. It wasn't no cancer in the family, but I smoked until I got cancer. Now we're 150, 200 years later, down the line, and my daughter's daughter's daughter has cancer, only to find out they still blame me, though I don't exist, or do I? Because if they can blame me for 150 years later, a child getting cancer, then it suffice to say that I still exist. And right. if my child can take on a negative inheritance of my character and psyche, then it also suffice to say, or one can conclude, that even the good aspects of me, called progressive traits, can be inherited by my child as well. You understand? Know so real one quick, of the real other... Yeah, go ahead. Because you're touching on, um, you know, the science of what I spoke to you earlier about, and that is to explain the nature of with science terms, the epigenome. And, That's right. You know, what you're talking is, is about well, the epigenome. Let's, hear, let's give it the name so, therefore, we can explain to people how the epigenome is affected, the subtleness, the, subtle, the subtleness of how the imprintation of this melanin is going forth by, you know, people being exposed to what they eat, what they listen to, what the environment, what they inhale, what they see. You know what I'm saying? Every single thing. So it comes down to one being very responsible for the most minute decision that you make because it has right. resounding effects like dropping a rock in the water and it ripples. That's how every decision that you make in the now has an effect in the future for transcending generations. That's why yeah. effectively while you are seeing at this point that males have no longer chosen to continue their lineage because a seed was dropped four or five generations ago in their gene pool that has now acted as a switch and has turned off the, the impulse for reproduction. And we have passed on bullshit so much from generation right. to generation that boys are being born. Now they want to actually live in shit via That's right. Yeah, like lower nature sexuality. That's right. That's because true. they was born in shit. Exactly. And it's perpetual shit. It's just happening every generation. It gets worse. And we got to improve the link. And that's the whole basis or the foundational fundamentals of epigenome. And because of the processional order, because of the procession and because of the alignment, what's going to happen is the DNA is going to explode or it's going to implode. And people better start aligning themselves. People better start their chant. Their gland is calcified, first of all. Most people, most Nubians' glands, 85% of what they call Nubians or black people are born with a decalcified, uncalcified penile gland as well as, well as other glands. Then you find 85% of all other races are born with a calcified gland, okay? And this master gland or this penile gland, right, helps us with this alignment, helps illuminate these different chakras. It's a master gland. You understand? So if it's calcified, meaning hardened to the point of even disintegration, 
then what are you going to do? In most cases, there's no way to reverse it unless you take in what we call liquid gold, okay, which corresponds with actually the fourth seat or the mental plane because the seat of consciousness is really in the chest, not in the head. That's why if you box, I box. If you box, you know, if you punch somebody in the solar plexus, you can knock them unconscious, being in their chest, not, not in their head. You know what I'm saying? Or by the aftermath, I should say, by the stomach. You can hit somebody in the solar plexus, and you can knock them unconscious, but you can yeah. punch someone in the head and get punched back in the head. You know what I'm saying? Or even get shot right. if a nigga got an ego like that. He go home and get the ratchet. So that, that's, that's a whole other concept. So now we say, because of this alignment, it's going to open up the DNA. What does this mean? If you get freaked out from just watching a scary movie or you get freaked out when you're in the house and you might hear one voice, imagine when this alignment takes place and your DNA is open, and you hear the voice of 30 ancestors that been existed in you, lived dormant, but now reality is going to come to you whether you accept it or not. All the DNA that's been passed, this Armageddon, this is what they call an Armageddon, or the jihad, which is really an internal war, internally, not external. This is going to be genetic Armageddon. And you're going to have to identify with reality whether you want to or not. And this shit may drive you crazy because you're going to have to deal with your lower self. You're going to have to confront your lower self. And whoever wins, that will decide your destiny. You understand what I'm saying? Whoever wins, it's going to be crazy. So people are going to start hearing shit and seeing stuff. But these are going to be all manifestations of their thoughts and their actions. And they're going to have to deal with that which they've been putting out in the universe. Because just like that rock that you said goes into the water and it ripples out, People don't, people, it comes right back. <laughs> it comes right back. People don't know, normally notice that the ripples come right back from with the point of initiation. And remember the person that draws the circle, no one knows where the circle begins or ends saves the person who drew it. You understand? So when you put all this stuff that's been put out, not just you, but this is what is meant by the sins of the fathers to fall on the children because we are coming to the point of genetic Armageddon. We're going through a shift, and this shift is a genetic shift. You know what I'm saying? And because the brain, the body, us, we're connected with the planet. When the yeah. planet goes through the change, we got to go through the change. The planet is going through not one but three pole shifts that I'm going to definitely discuss on the event March 20th on Saturday. You understand? But it's going through three shifts. How do we know the shift already took place? One prime example, we look at Miami. It snowed in Miami. Yep. And Miami is very close to what we thought to be the equator. But when it starts snowing near the equator, that means the equator isn't there no more or it's shifting. You understand? Yeah, <laughs> when it like starts snowing in places that don't normally snow, that means the equator is not where it used to be. So the pole already is shifting. People waiting for one spontaneous yeah. disaster to take it place, ha- but they're not realizing it it's going on right now. Europe is <laughs> negative 30 degrees right now. Exactly. And even if people blame everything on hop, there still has to be a domino effect. If you mess with the tectonic plates of the planet Earth and you cause illegal earthquakes, you're going to offset legal earthquakes. No matter how you look at it, it's still a force of nature because the very nature of the devil to create something like that is an impulse offset by nature to get rid of that which doesn't comply with nature. When you go on top of a roof and some of us look down, say, oh, shit, that's scary. And then you, you walk away from it and you walk back to look at it again. That's nature saying, jump, nigga, jump. Because you piss on the tree before you water it. Nature, when you play with a gun and you point it at yourself for no reason particularly, 
That is nature trying to get rid of you because you don't respect her. When dogs, when you're walking down a block and a dog just turns around, it just gets crazy and wants to kill you. That's nature saying, we got to get your punk ass out of here. You was given dominion of the planet Earth. You're supposed to take care, to follow the air, to fish the seas, everyone. It didn't mean just eat them. It didn't mean kill them and eat them. It meant you're supposed to take care of them. So one doesn't try to strong arm the other. It means you make sure the devil don't decide what can be extinct and what doesn't become extinct. You make sure he doesn't play what he calls game and go out and kill for fun. This is what it means to have dominion. It means to have responsibility or be able to respond to your ability. So you find that everything in nature is working against us because we are working against nature. So our nature is working against us because our nature was inherited by nature. The nature of nature. What is the nature of nature? It's an excellent question that no one addresses. You know what I'm saying? Everything has a nature, even nature. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing above nature is the sun. And the sun has prominences, and prominences are gases, and gases get secreted and permeate throughout the atmosphere, transfuse, and come into the psyche of our mind and causes us to do things. You understand? Yeah, because like of the sun. As the brother was dropping the other the other the other night on Lessons of Love show, he said the spirits are gases. Some of the right. gases come from the sun. So people are possessed by these particular gases in form of spirits. And like That's you right. said, they're being mad. Even if you get one of my books called Jesus Jazz's Gases, Ghost Spell or Gospel. One thing again, the letter J came into the language fifteen sixty five. Prior to that, it was no letter J. Now we think, what was the, what would the letter J be? It would be a G. And in Semitic languages, languages or ancient languages, we would know that the E and the A were interchangeable. So we see the the word Jesus, and we turn it back into a G, which it would have been before the J. And we know the E and the A are interchangeable. Jesus becomes gases. Mm. And, and we need gases to stay alive. Any Christian would tell you that. They'll tell you you need Jesus to stay alive. They'll even say Jesus is God, and God is omnipresent. Well, let's think about it. Gases are omnipresent. Mm -hmm. You understand? Know we need gases because whether you're drinking water, H2O, or you need the sun to survive, which goes through a transition of 554 million tons of hydrogen, making the transition to 554 million tons of helium, and the other 4 million tons get offset and, and hurled into space, okay, called electrical storms, in which case it cools down and gets caught into the gravitational pull of the sun, goes on an elliptical orbit, and in time may even become another star or even a body or produce some other celestial body in, 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 in the hemispheres of space. Either way, if you rely on the sun or you rely on water for sustenance, the two major things that everybody, everybody pretty much identifies with that keeps us alive, the sun is a big ball of gas and water is made up of gas. And they say at the, in a pristine state of or, or based on our inception or our evolution, they say that we had ammonia strains and methane strains that were attached or attached to ultraviolet rays while in the waters, the H2O, the hydrogen, and oxygen, and it offset or gave birth to the prototype of the first living cell that they choose to call a protozoa or first-in-time animal that eventually in, in time became an amoeba as it decided that it wanted to move and it developed organelles, which eventually a group of cells became a tissue, a group of tissues became an organ, a group of organs you created an organ system, a group of organ systems in time became an organism. Then the organisms decided that they're going to do things by itself, but nothing exists without existing in a state of a quantum. And that's one of the first transgressions that we have as humanity in general 
trying to do things by ourselves. This is what the society has us built on. I need my own house, my own car, my own cat, my own dog, my own picket fence. But everything that came about in nature came about by way of working together. A group of cells became a tissue, a group of tissues became an organ, a group of organs became an organ system, a group of organ systems established the individual. And the individual, again, is inside divided by two or inside divided by two, so you're still dealing with more than one entity. You understand, be it agreeable, disagreeable, high picture or, or base, however you want to look at it. So these are principles that we have to reiterate and reestablish to those who will listen, which are the youth, the children. Some of these people, you just need to stop talking to them. They're deadheads. You have olders and you, you have olders and you have elders. You have the shakes and you have the shaky. You understand? We have to start making a differentiation between them and amongst them to know not to waste our time because these people are succeeding. They'll drain your energy. They'll make you drop all this knowledge, and, and you'll speak to them for two, three hours, and then they won't even think to make change after that. They'll go back and go back into that nigga mentality right all over again. So this, we have to see to it. We don't allow people mm-hmm. to suck their dry. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll listen to you, and you'll cast pearls to swine. You know what I'm saying? And they'll listen to you for hours and ask you questions with no intent to make that change. And then that shit like, drives you crazy. They'll like, ask you. I'm going to McDonald's, son. Good looking, yeah. though. Right. That's right. That's right. Yo, damn, you deep, brother. And then right. even ask you a question, what should I do? Knowing in their mind they already knew what they intend to do, no matter what you was going to say anyway. Mm-hmm. These are, these are Luciferians. These are drainers. And they don't even know that they become leeches because they're being ruled by a spirit force that wants to deplete us in ether to get us to start walking around negative and low on life and depressed. I'm tired of talking to people. You know what? That's people, man. People don't listen. Down so you start becoming them and giving up on life. So now you want to listen to give up on life music. You want to listen to I Should Have Cheated. What else is out there? You can't name one song that's positive out there. You know what I'm saying? You can't name one. Even if it's conscious, it's still negative. You can't name one. Because it's just a negative aura around the planet. And since the aura, the way you think is what you demand. So if we think negative, we're demanding negative things to happen. We can lighten our burden for the 2012 paradigm. We can lighten the burden if we just lighten the burden in our day-to-day lives and stop taking the car tickets so serious. Stop trying to stay with women who don't want to listen. If you're a brother, why keep arguing every day if she's not listening? Why be attached? Move on. Stop, stop, being, stop with the low self-esteem. Move the F on. There's six billion people on the planet. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why do you love devil so much? Because you're a devil yourself. You love this insanity. I know people that's constantly arguing with their baby mama. So why you stay? Why you pick up the phone? Why you still going through it every day? You know these people, son. You know them. And they, don't, they won't quit. But they keep saying, P, can you ask me? Can you tell me what to do? I'm confused. What should I do? This is the problem that I'm having. So you give them constructive advice, which is stop dealing with her. Just stop. Yeah. That's it. But you know what? Right. People are controlled by Real their lust. <laughs> because we only have half an hour left on the live, you know, segment. So I want to let callers call in to have questions. Callers that are in the call queue, if you got anything that you want to add on, or any questions that you want to ask of tonight's guest, please raise your hand. We are taking calls right now for the remainder of this half hour, and then hopefully you're going to join us for the next hour where we can iron out sound solutions. I want you to explain to them the importance of meditation, breathing, and certain practices in this level of realignment, and especially 
the role that nutrition plays and one getting themselves back to an alkaline state where they could be receptive to these particular energies and, you know, be more forthright in their change. I want to remind them we're going to be at the Marcus Garvey Center. Yes, please. March 20th. Please explain to the folks. Yes. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, let them know about your books, please. Oh, yeah. Well, thus far, I'm going to offer 19 books. I'm going to be celebrating my 19th book called Reactivating Your Melanin, which a lot of the subject matter that we're talking about today is inclusive of that book, the 2012 The Winter Solstice book that I have. You know, our host definitely has a copy. Um, I also, a lot of the content that we discuss also is inclusive of my host spell or gospel, Jesus, Justice, or Gases Scroll. Um, these are all scrolls that's going to be there. I'm going to have my 19 books there print, buying, and cutting ourselves. We're also going to have an economical solution class. Economics runs concurrent with spirituality. That's going to be at the closing of this event because I do own two bookstores. I do have an alkaline restaurant called Avalon and Alkaline on Bushwick, Chauncey, and Moffitt. Um, we make our own soap lotions and deodorants. My family includes the children, my wives, um, things of that nature. And oftentimes when you're trying to um, set yourself up or um, move from the binding grips of the devil or the beast man, and he has you on a plantation. When you're trying to get information from people, they act like the world is so small that if they teach you, they're going to lose all their money. This is something that I felt personally, and I know a lot of people probably can identify with it too. I just try to learn a little Photoshop, and then people don't want to teach you, as if their whole world is going to cave in because of the little 10, 12 customers they got for getting the 6 billion people on the planet. So I'm not like that, and we want to share this information. And we're going to go into some of this, this information. No, I didn't use loans and all this credit card stuff and this, that, and third, because I don't, I don't really trust it, but it don't mean I'm devoid of it. We still have to function in the society. However, that just wasn't my, my speed. I didn't use it. And a lot of us think we need a diploma. I'm a 10th grade dropout, but I'm not encouraging people to drop out. School is for some, and school is for definitely those who need a certification in places that we need to have our people in. So I'm not against that either. You know what I'm saying? Not school, school's hell, but obviously you, you, we need certification. So you dropped in, you dropped in to a, another arena of thought, and um, you know what I'm saying? Teaching, you didn't drop out. You dropped just, you just dropped in. You know what I'm saying? So because you know, it would, it would be, it would be crazy not to say that people didn't get an education tonight. So the student, the quote-unquote dropout student, has become a teacher. So you've dropped into your true role. Yeah, that's right. Let me um let me open the line for one of these callers because the hands are going up. I'm sure that the people, you know, have um commentary and questions for you. Caller calling from seven seven three. You are now rocking with the best. Peace. Peace. What's happening with his brother? Peace, bro. All right. All right. Two-part question, man. I got a uh, first question for the guest brother we got in the uh, booth today. Um, yes. Is it, if it was written, you know, that this will happen, is it also written that we will wake up and be and get what was just to us, what's supposed to happen to us? Across? Well, you know, you know, without, you know, the, the intricate or the defining element to which you're asking that I want to home in on is the word we. We we is correct in both aspects of what you're asking me, and I'm not trying to slip talk or double talk. What I'm saying is we is a decision that you make. What I mean by that is the chosen ones. 
who are the chosen ones? Those who choose, choose themselves. The chosen ones are those who choose themselves. You understand? Some people call it the 144,000. Those people know them, know who they are. You know. You understand? Or if you don't know, then it puts you on the other side of things. Those who choose, choose themselves. What is this thing that is written? The thing that is written is the DNA. They say in the scriptures, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, or God, and the Word became flesh, or the Word was made flesh. What are they talking about? They're talking about RNA, messenger RNA. Now, the transcripts for all the cells and, and trans, or man, transmigrates into what we call DNA, which follows the adherence or the dictates of the RNA. So we have the transcripts. The transcripts are written in our DNA. So this is the thing that I want to expound on. If you get a scripture, for instance, and it says, Thou should not kill, Thou should not steal, right? These are things mm-hmm. some people need to read because they, are, they come short of the full spectrum. They come short, okay? of DNA or progressive or dominant DNA. Now, if you are one of the progeny of dominant DNA, then your books you can easily access via the DNA because I, for one, know I didn't need to write that should not kill or steal, don't commit adultery, love mother or father. It was always incumbent that I do those things because it was written in my nature or my genetic code or my genetic constitution called the genotype. That's what they call it, genetic constitution. It's been established in my genetic constitution. So once we start taking that path inward, that which has already been written, we may have to rewrite it because of where, what we are identifying with. What do I mean? You might be identifying with the alcoholics of your of your um, geology, in which case, what is destined for you, you may have to say, I have to put myself in different environments and atmospheres so I can offset something in my DNA, right? Or retype or restamp or call on, invoke or acknowledge or aden- identify with the other aspect of my DNA. There are many different paths. There's one destiny with many different paths. You understand? So you based on what part of your DNA you're tapping into, that makes you inclusive of the we for that group. You understand what I'm saying? There's a we. We, this is destined for us. I say us in terms of we, for us to transcend. But when I say black people, I'm talking about the black people that makes up we, that will do it because they will identify with that part of their DNA. Whereas the rest of us will identify with the flunky part of our DNA, which makes them part of the other we, that won't go there because that's not their destiny. You know what I'm saying? So some of us have a liking destiny because our family are those who do as we do, like we do, which makes us inclusive of the we that would transcend the physical realm. But then others of us are part of the we that will not transcend the physical realm because they still identify with the lower emotions that will bind them, you know what I'm saying, to this planet. So that's why I said it's a twofold answer. And the answer is yes, inclusive of we, identifying with what we represents. And basically, it in a nutshell, just to reiterate, the chosen ones are those who choose themselves. Those who choose, choose themselves. You know what I'm saying? So what is destined is only it's a matter of your choice in the first place. You know what I'm saying? For our people, we are destined via DNA, right, to, to experience a certain reality. However, that's when I say our people, that's only for the people that are 100% going in that direction. Of course, I can't be talking about the people that won't make it because then it was never destined. But what establishes your destiny is your DNA. But listen, I may have chemistry DNA, 
I come from a long line of mathematicians and scientists. They, they mess up the fact that we have family trees. They don't let us get a chance to see our family trees. So we don't really know where we're coming from. We don't know who's the alcoholic, who's the nutcase, who was the gangbangers. We don't know if there was, we don't know what was the strong points of our DNA and what's the weak points of our DNA. So they kept our past a secret. Most of us can't even go beyond our great grandparents. You understand? We don't even know who is behind them. So we don't have an idea what is in us because we go back 30 different personalities, and, which is okay. inclusive of four generations. So we got to know who are we, what we're made up of, what direction or incentives are we given. And if I have a genealogy that dictates polite, you're supposed to be a chemist, polite, you're a chemist, polite, you're a chemist, and I find myself subject to poverty-stricken, destitute areas, then the chemist in me becomes a street pharmacist because it's inevitable that I will follow what was written and prescribed for me via my DNA, my destiny. It was written that I'm going to be a chemist. But that's why I said the we is inclusive of many different paths. I'm going to be a chemist, but I might be a chemist and use my science for evil like a Yakub, or I may use my science for the best. But what determines that is the circumstance, my level of education, the food that I'm eating, because the food that I'm eating may be aphrodisiac like fish or may make me violent like blood meat. You know what I'm saying? Or may make me a little more passive and more reasonable like dark green leafy vegetables. So what am I eating? What people am I having sex with? And I had sex with a sister that takes on low emotions because as I exchange fluids with her, her DNA gets into me and my DNA gets into her. I might submit to the will of her DNA if she's more aggressive than me. And if she's more aggressive than me and negative, then I become more negative. So it's the elements. That's why I said the name of the book and the name of the event is reactivating your DNA via sex, via diet, and via solar healing. Because these are the three elements that our people are being destroyed on. We're not getting enough sun and realizing the, the, the existential role that the sun plays on our psyche via, our, um, in retrospect to our, our melanin, we're not re- establishing a true diet for our culture and for our people to get the mind thinking right because we have to eat foods that correspond with our DNA. I took a blood test. I found out that I'm 70, 72, 75% Igbo. You understand? Know uh, 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 a subordinate branch or uh, subsidiary to, to the Yoruba tribes of, of um, Nigeria. So I should be eating foods that correspond with that right. aspect of my DNA to be in my right state of mind. That don't mean practice everything they practice, but that means if I want to tap into that which is truly me, based on DNA and DNA alone, I should be in likened atmospheres, if not the atmosphere of Nigeria. I should listen to Nigerian music to invoke my true sensibility and practicalness. We have to find out who we are by DNA and start eating based on our DNA. Cheese, pizzas, fried rice, and wings never, never was sold in Africa. So my DNA, the second I eat that, I derange and intoxicate my melanin, which drives me crazy and makes me do and, and take advised decisions. Over oh, answer your question, brother. I know we got to keep rolling. What's the next question? Yeah, um, the next question is... Um you really kind of basically hit it all there for me. <laughs> you really kind of hit it all for me. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you, caller. Appreciate right. it. Caller, caller from area code 412. Peace, family. You're rocking with the best. Peace. Hotel. 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 This is Mary Sanchez calling from Pittsburgh. Um, I feel what you're saying, but... um. I do want to say something. Since we go back 30 generations, it's important that we know what your DNA is. You said your DNA is a long line of mathematicians. A person's DNA can be a long line of thieves or prostitutes. 
that doesn't mean you have to be one. You can also change your DNA as well. Also, I as you build on, build on where you come from. I learned because I'm from the Bimba tribe of Epigeno? Southern Africa. The Bimba tribe of Zambia from Southern Africa and Cherokee and Seminole. So, yeah, I can agree to eat some of them foods that agree with me. But also, as well, they eat pork just as much as Americans and beef just as much as Americans. That doesn't mean I have to eat it as well. I Most agree. of them are Catholic. Most of them are Catholic. And I'm far from being a Christian. I wasn't even raised in Christianity, okay? So, yes, that's true as well. And, you know, at one time in ancient Africa, we may have not ate fried chicken, but it is a dish over there as well. Fried oysters as well. You know what I'm saying? So we, if we're going to say we notice that, we really need to do the research so we can know what we're talking about. But I did enjoy the conversation that what you brought. I appreciate it. I agree with everything you said, sister. Thank and you. one thing I would like to add in addition to what you're saying, um, it's the integration. It's, it's genetic warfare. Genocide. You have homicide to killing the humans, pesticide to killing the pests. Genocide is the killing of genes. That's just it. And they've killed us genetically because we've been integrated we are the process of miscegenation, so much so that our psyche is too diversified. Because you're right, we have Native Americans in us. We have Afro-African Negro Americans amongst us. We have Chinese amongst us. We have the East Indians inside of us. We have so many different psyches calling for or demanding our attention. It is time. You know how we have a colonic? We have to have a genetic colonic. We, and we have to make a decision who are we going to listen to? Because when a black woman looks in, the win- it looks in the mirror and she decides, I'm going to straighten my hair, is she adhering to the Nubian in her or is she adhering to the slave master's DNA that says, right. I want to establish myself. I want to I wanna be able to identify myself when I see myself. So I'm going to paint a picture that's more conducive or comprise more with the the body and the perception, the persona of me of yesteryear or previous generations. So we have, so what we are asking everyone to do is start eating, start um, um, indulging in sexual activity and getting that solar energy that is in compliance and correspondence to your DNA. Make a decision. There's nothing wrong if you want to look Hindu, but make a decision because if you don't, your future it's inevitable, and it pretty much means you'll, you'll go crazy. You'll always be upset. You'll always be frustrated because some other DNA, you one minute you're doing the Oriental eyes thing, the next minute you're doing the exactly. East Indian thing, the next minute you're doing the Negro exactly. thing. Make a decision. Right. We, we are asking people, right. make a decision. You understand? That's you right. can't straddle the fence. You can't love two masters for you should love That's one hate the other. Make a decision. Right. If you're going to go black, Go all the way black. And I, when I say black, I know people don't like the word black. I'm using it for sake of comprehension. If you go black, right, right. go all black, a thousand percent black. Don't go half black and still have the Caucasian mannerisms. Don't go half black and or and then still have the East Indian diet. Don't go all black. Right. We, we, and now all of a sudden we're doing all this prana and, and, this, and this Hindu stuff and this Oriental stuff. Go all black right. so you can be in one state of mind. And it's okay if you call on the ancestry of the devil if you have to do something like murder to save your family. Then right. call on the devils. But you know what? You got black devils that exist in your family that you could call. God has some niggas in my family now that I know my daughter could call on when she gets, when she gets where she got to go. 
So I we can know. still even call. And when I say devils, I don't want people to get upset because the black man can't be a devil, brother. I'm not trying to go into that. What I'm saying is nah. that which we know to be an aggressive nature, we can call mm-hmm. on that from a negroid progeny. If we want to be a scientist and mathematician, we want to encourage people and show people how to tap into their DNA so they can realize you don't always have to read from a book to know how to become. You can yeah. become based on experience and environment alone. And even diet, you can just become who you are alone. And we also have to learn some information is not even part of our DNA. I may want to be a lawyer, and it just may not even be in my DNA. Why even waste my time? But if I have no knowledge of myself, I won't realize that's my limitation. We see people all the time trying to be single. And who, you want, to and who are you going to defend? Who are you going to defend? What's that? That's what you got to also. If you're a lawyer, who are you going to represent? Who are you going to represent? Right. You know, no, and no. I think about things. Because I heard you talk about spirituality and economics. I agree with you, brother, because as far as being spiritual, I can recycle all day. But as well, I have to check myself and say, well, I'm not supporting black businesses. Because our economy is so messed up. And I don't care if Obama's president. I didn't vote for him. I'm a socialist. I don't care if Obama's president. I have to check myself and say, what am I doing to support the black community? And my That's right. shops at them Chinese beauty salons who don't give a damn about our community. You understand right. what I'm saying? And I still, and, oh, you buying fake weave from them who don't give a damn about you? That's right. And then where are they getting it from? Check where they, they getting it from. Indian who people sacrifice and get a little bit of money. See, all that karma and comes back to us. Call we need to know that. Call up. We appreciate uh, everything I appreciate you, sister. Oh, you check out our yeah. website, 2012res.com. Okay, how often is y'all? Um, someone just sent this to me from Arkansas. Arkansas. Excuse me, how often are y'all on? Oh, we, we are on <laughs> Tuesday nights and Friday nights at 9 p.m. No Less Radio. Um, I appreciate you for tuning in and checking us out. We have a lot of shows okay. in the archive. Also, please, um, you know, make it a responsibility to stay in contact with the brother via his yeah. information. You know what I'm saying? It's very imperative that we all bring that attitude that you're speaking of forward in terms of supporting our own and building these institutions exactly. and allowing these forums to flourish so we can get this information out. Okay? Right. Thank okay. you. All right. Watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, apologize, caller. It is uh, six minutes remaining, so those that are listening to this on the Internet and you want to continue the call into the next hour because it won't be streaming via the net, you can call in 347-637-2135. I'm going to take one or two more callers with their hands up before they cut the caller queue out. I just want you to plug any information that you have one more time in terms right. of election, yeah. March website, 20th. address for the store. No doubt. You can contact us at 347-600-7066. Email address, you can contact me at amun, A-M-U-N hyphen, R-E at 2012res.com. Or you can go to the website, 2012res.com. The R-E-S stands for resolution, not revolution. We need resolutions, no more revolution. 
Um, or you could go to 2012stores.com, in which case you can purchase any one of my 19 books, 18 books. I'll be celebrating my 19th book, March 20th, on a Saturday this month. March 20th, on a Saturday this month, celebrating my 19th book called Reactivating Your Melanin via Sex, Diet, and Solar Healing. His name is Polite, also known as Nisut, Amun Ray, Sen Atun Ray. I'm by the Master Teacher. H.E. Dr. Mel, Michael B. New York, the author of over 408 books, fluent in 16-plus languages. I'm ready for whatever questions. Yeah, these lines is lit up. I'm going to bring in caller with number. Erico starting with 404. Peace, caller. You are rocking with the best. Peace. 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 Can you hear me? Peace, yes. God. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. Yes. How y'all doing? What's good, bro? wanted to start off first uh, by um, thanking uh, Brother Polite by being so thorough tonight and um, and hitting it straight, you know, on point. Um, I'm here with my, my brother Dice here, They're down here, um, just soaking it all in because we've been on the same frequency uh, real heavy, at least for the past week, and you're pretty much just um, pretty much echoing everything we've been saying. Wow. Um First thing I'd like to talk about um, to the community out there that's listening is, um, and it's, it's a point that you're really trying to drive home and they're not hearing you. So I'm, I'm going to try and reinforce that. Um, we, we all understand that, that, you know, all our people out there see um, the degradation and, and the fall, you know, of our people and how we need to rise. But in order to do that, you know, before spirituality, before everything else that, that, you know, we're studying on and we're researching on, we have to get our nutrition right. We have to eat correctly. If we do not put the right foods and the right things within our body, the condensed sunlight that is here for us, that is all over this planet, you know, we will never, we'll never reach that degree where we can attain and, and understand all the knowledge and all the sciences that could take us even higher. First, we have to start eating correctly. We're climbing, we're climbing Jacob's ladder. You know, we're, we're in this stage. We're in the flesh stage. We're, we're in the physical realm right now. We have to master that realm. And in order to do that, we have to utilize the materials that are around us. And if, right. we, don't do, if we don't do that, then we'll, we'll, we'll never rise any high. That's right. I just wanted to second that point because, you know, that they're asking you a lot of questions and, and they're coming at you, but they're not hearing what you're trying to tell them, like, Get your diet right. Know thyself, you know, and once you're able to do that, then you'll be able to breathe better. You'll be able to see better. You'll be able to understand what you need to do. I appreciate the reiteration, brother. really appreciate it. I'm glad, glad somebody identifies with what I'm talking about. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate that art degree. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to actually keep you on the line. You just mute your phone if you want to come in at any other point and add on, feel free to. I'm going to open up a line to call a 718-310. I want to remind everyone that we have a minute left. Call in to join us. Call 347-637-2135 is the call-in number. Please call in let your voice be heard.
Peace, caller 718. What's up? Peace. Peace. Um, I want a question for Polite. He was talking about the sun. Now, yeah. um, what about in the case of people who have uh, eczema? Because before you answer yeah. that, my daughter had it from her father. But yeah. I did a spiritual healing on her, and it actually went away. So she really okay. doesn't have it anymore. So I'm, yeah. I'm just curious in general, for people who've had eczema, what is that really about? Well, again, you're dealing with the skin. And since you're dealing with the skin, you're dealing with what? Obviously, you're dealing with nerves. Because mm-hmm. anything that affects the nerves, first and foremost, affects the skin. All right? So when we're dealing with eczema, believe it or not, it is something that comes about. Well, first of all, it's a reptilian trait, let's say that. And, it's, it's nor- and normally, the DNA is offset or explodes and produces what they call eczema as an end result of even stress. Stress stress is inherited. Sometimes it may not have directly came from you, but we do know when a woman is pregnant that all her thoughts and emotions transfuse into a child. And we don't mean from the time of conception, we mean from the time of inception. Why? Because every child that's born, every female child that is born, every female child is born with all the children they will ever have in their life. You understand what I'm saying? Every child that you will ever have was in you the eggs were there from the time you were born. You understand? They may have been passed at 12, 13, but they were in you from the time you was born. So this means that you, your child, this is the sum total of all your experiences. And all these diseases or ailments have a spiritual counterpart. You understand? And what produces, like diabetes, what produces diabetes is love deprivation. You understand? So thus people tend to crave sugar because sugar supplants natural emotion. What causes or produces eczema? And I'm giving in the metaphysical sense because I can talk to you metaphysically because that's where you at. If I'm talking to someone else, they say spirit and so I say RNA and DNA because I talk to them physically. But because of the way you approach the situation, I, I'm going to um, allude or, or carry out or execute a metaphysical representation. And what offsets the eczema is the stress that is incurred perpetually from one generation to the next. You understand? And... um. That's something that has to be addressed in our community that I know one minute it probably is, you know, real hard to cover. I don't know if we can get someone else on the line, but it's, it's the perpetuated stress from one generation to the next, as well as it's a reptilian trait because you have, that's produced actually by the um, brainstem. The brainstem is a scientific term for what they call the reptilian brain. The brainstem is the same brain that the reptilians have, but larger in the human brain. Your, you actually, your brain that we call the brain is actually made up of many brains. You have a monkey brain called the mammalian brain or the limbic system. You have a reptilian brain called the brainstem. And if someone taps into the reptilian aspect of their nature, then one disease that may manifest is eczema. Okay. Well, because it's a, reptilian, it's a reptilian trait. It's a reptilian disease. And so we're made up of all these different things. So this is why we try not to listen to music or eat things or put ourselves in environments that, that invoke the spirit of these different Part of our anatomy, especially while the woman is pregnant, but sometimes she is affected because of what her mother has gone through because her mother was experiencing things like your mother was experiencing things that affected you because she was born with you and every other potential child from the time she was born. So you inherited her stress, her mother's stress, and the other mother's stress. And if there was reptilian behavior that was transpiring for all those generations, it accumulates and it becomes these different types of diseases. Uh, I just wanted to make a comment because to what you're saying, it makes a lot of sense because I have a friend. When she's stressed out, the eczema yes. goes in her face, or it's like it 
grows on her body literally. Like I mean, a lizard. I'm, I'm it's kind of weird. I'm, wow. I'm glad you brought that to our attention because that's always the facts that we need to have people say, wow, there's proof. Right, right. I'm glad you said that, sister. Call her. I hope, I hope you show up for the March 20th event Saturday, Marcus Garvey Center. Absolutely. I'm sure that she'll be in the building. Any more um, questions or comments? No, I just had to throw that one out there because um, there's some people that that are darker than me. They feel like the sun is evil because they have that skin condition. So I just right, wanted right. to throw that out there. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you no for bringing the feminine energy to the airwaves and balancing things out. We appreciate that. No problem. Uh, we're going to take another caller. Caller from 917-733. You are rocking with the best. Peace. Alafia. Peace. Um, I just wanted to just make a comment. Um, the food thing is very, very important, as you previously mentioned, um, because it will enable individuals to receive the messages from the ancestors to literally help them release the contracts that they've created in the past in order to survive in their environment. Right. Um, and what I mean by that is that um, some people's ancestors had to do unethical things that right. affected them spiritually, and unconsciously they created spiritual contracts, and the energy of that contract has been handed down upon generation upon generation, thus creating a family curse. And people will have certain traits and things that they have in their paradigm that they don't know where they picked up, and it literally comes from family curse and an unspoken contract um, or covenant that an uh, ancestor made in the past. So if you're not eating properly, getting the proper rest and things of that nature, you're not able to receive the information from the ancestors to literally help set them free thus setting you free in future generations of the contracts that have been binded to your family name and all the bloodlines um, that are involved in that. So I just wanted to make that comment and say that what you're saying about food is very, very important because it, it blocks a lot of things. It inhibits you from getting the information that you need to move forward and to cause evolution in your life and for future generations. I just want to say I'm very, I'm very proud to be what they call a black man right now. Just, just hearing, just hearing the sisters put it down, because we yeah. come from them. And, and if you yeah. ask somebody, who is Martin Luther King's mother? Who is Malcolm X's mother? The fact that they can name Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Doctor York, Bruce Ali, Jew Ali, but ask any one of their fan supporters or advocacy, what is the name of their mothers? No one knows. What is the name of these mysterious beings that produce these gods? And if they, these gods are gods, what does that render the people that produce them? So I really appreciate the sisters that came on and um, expounded the way they expounded and, and brought to darkness, not light, things to our attention because it was peace and darkness. I like you. Thank, thank you again for indarkening us. Thank you a lot for you. You guys have a good evening. Thank you. Sis, uh, um, the caller queue has dropped, so you don't necessarily have to remain online with us. You can mute your phone. And um, me and the brother will continue the conversation. I can no longer um, access any callers with their hands up because they close the call queue. So polite. It's just me and you in terms of chopping it up for the remainder of the time. However long else you want to join us and, um, you know what I'm saying, share your wisdom. Man, I'm, I'm uh, here. I appreciate being heard. You know, part of what drives our people so crazy is because 
um, we've been suppressed. The interrogatives of life have been suppressed as it emanates from us. And what I mean by that is when you go to school, when you have questions that's outside the curriculum, they call you a distractive influence. And when you go to work and you find that you're smarter than your employer, you risk losing your job. And when you go home because you don't pay the bills, if you question the person that pays the bills, they, they threaten to kick you out. And when you go to the church, synagogue, or mosque, or any other religious institution, when you start asking questions about that which they're trying to impose on you mentally, they call you a devil, they call you a heathen, they call you a pagan. So we find whether it's in religiosity, domestication, uh, our scholastic endeavors, or even in the work atmosphere, we find that our ability to ask questions has been suppressed. So it really emancipates us in this day and time when we have these conscious forums and we can address the issues that since from childhood we always want to address, but no one will listen to us. So I'm definitely willing to um, speak, speak more. No doubt. Uh, I definitely appreciate, you know what I'm saying, the light and the wisdom that you have brought to this show this particular evening is resonating. Um, and like you said, it's always rewarding to know that it's resonating with the feminine aspect because she's cataloging it in her mitochondria, and this is what is going to propagate the species, you know what I'm That's saying, right. <laughs> from generation to generation. This particular imprintation that we're making via this, inf this information, you know, forming inside of her, like you said, resonating frequency-wise off of those eggs that are already in existence. It's just right. picking up the new and improved coding. So we rewiring DNA, recoding, reattaching, doing everything that's necessary in terms of using this flute of Tehuti to speak this sacred wisdom. And then, you know, cellularly, atomically, you know, the people will remember you know what I'm saying, reconfigure themselves to get back to the necessary vibration that it's going to take, like we said, to oscillate on the next fourth and fifth dimension. Right. You know, and, and that's definitely what we're here looking forward to and preparing ourselves for proper preparation, you know what I'm saying, prevents uh, poor performance. So, you know, therefore... Polite must prophesize and bring forth those potent words because it's, it's, it's definitely it definitely has its effect. And a lot of people who don't have the structure that I see that you've surrounded yourself with, I notice that those are a lot those are the, normally the people that are still in doubt. That's right. You know what I mean, that are questioning whether their words are being heard when that shouldn't even really be a concern. Because technically it's not for anyone that's technically here. It's for generations to come. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is selfless. Take yourself out the equation. Stop wanting to be grandized for your efforts and your rewards. Your rewards will come from when you're on different planes of existence, existing as a gas, but always able to find a passageway back into this place, not trapped in physical flesh, but as an ancestor that's invoked for their work. You know I me. Mean? So, you know these these are certain things that I notice. Just kind of like holding the community up. They'll do this, and then they want to, you know, read the comments and and know how many people was on the show. And, and oh you know yeah, what I'm yeah. <laughs> how, how many shorties tuned in? 
and it's just you know it's just really not about that man we got to be very careful because as the aquarian age you know firmly makes itself known you know with the aquarian age is is it's also squared i got this from you know the brother ampu the astrologist explaining that we have to deal with the squared aspect of these particular signs so the Aquarian age, automatically, you have to understand Leo is in full effect. And with Leo being in full effect, we're talking about ego. But we're talking about the return of not only the super harus, but the super harus, you know, with their egos on steroids. So that's, that's, that's where a lot of the, the misdirection is coming from. That people, they want to they wanna fight for a mantle. That was to be occupied in a lost eon. That was, you know, that was last eon. Yeah. Like out with the old and with the new. You know, I posted. I, I seen an article. Two of the oldest people in the quote unquote America, you know, in these United States, uh, whatever they call it, shit, man. The the landmass that we all occupy, know and understand to be the United States of America. <laughs> you know. I don't know this week is shit what they calling it yeah. or what have you, but yeah, this place here, yeah, two of the oldest specimens on this particular landmass, you know, uh, checked out the other day together around the same time, wow. and that is also indicative of the earthquake in Chile, where the um it was you know the the the, the axis was shifted, so while people are looking around. For some wrought out, uh, dragged out process of the poles being shift, scientifically, technically, they just did get shifted. So you're yeah. living in 2012. Yeah. You, you know, know what's deep. You know what's deep. Looking for the bells watch, and whistles. You watch the movie, 2012, mm-hmm. um, and how they represent it. Obviously, we know they ain't throwing like the conscious information in there like that. But the thing is, when you watch it, it there was some stuff in there. Yeah, but when you see it, right, and see all these calamities, because that's what's going to actually get your attention, kind of like this, the effects are off the chain. You know what I'm saying? So you watch it, but you have to invest now. We we live in this day and time, and just imagine if you saw in a movie, someone was just watching TV while all that shit was going on. You would say, that guy's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Remember the dude that was on Loving it, embracing it. Oh, it's here, it's here, it's here. And you know, people they made him out to be a nut, but he was the yeah. real. He was the realist. He was actually yeah, a realist. He was, he was you know, he embraced the inevitable fate because he knew it was really going to bring about the change that is necessary. But right. now it's coming to this day and time, right? Symbolically, oh, symbolically, right. he's supposed to represent us. I know we are the nuts. <laughs> we are the, <laughs> we, the nuts. we are the crazy. We are the ones who got arms out. Yes. Did you hear about that earthquake? Shit is changing, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, we sound crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, when you really look at it, you got to think how under the spell people are in. they deep into the spell. Because we live in a day and time where the pole is shifting. And niggas still watching Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> Haiti just went through a crazy earthquake. And niggas is not even worried, like, is the world going to end? They still waiting for the shit to happen and manifest. They still going to church talking about when the day of revelations come. But then shit happens. 
you know, but then, then Europe. Europe is under 30 degrees. They had to decapitate more people than they ever did at one time in history. In the history of planet Earth that's ever been recorded, they had to decapitate. Imagine, uh, uh, pardon me, well, I call it decapitate, you know what I'm saying? But amputate, they need to be decapitated, pardon me, but amputate, you know what I'm saying? Well, nature's doing us a favor, they decapitate, you know what I'm saying? But amputate their body parts, more in the history of planet Earth than ever has been logged or recorded, you understand? They had to amputate so many different body parts. Just think about the butcher that was just there chopping foot after foot, hand oh. after hand, because of frostbite under 30 degrees weather. Now, think about it all at one time. This you is going on in Europe right now? Right now. If you type in negative 30 degrees, you're going to wow. see some crazy shit. Negative 30. And from, wow. from the satellite view, it looks like Alaska. Huh? Yo, wow. type in negative 30 degrees. Type in negative 20 degrees. Dumb niggas Yo. is freezing. If you Yo. watch it, the trees are icicles. The ground oh, is man. ice. They got us bamboozled in the blind for real. Because and, and I'm I, like, I just, it's crazy. I just and, reported. Man, if you watch my children, right? My children in the house. Children are for real. You know, if you stink, children say, yo, you stink. You know, children are for real. So yeah. the children watch it, and they respond in the way they're supposed to respond. they like Uber. they adopted father. they like Uber. The planet is over. This is the this is 2012. They like, what are we gonna do? Where are we gonna go? I'm like, they reading the books heavy. My children reading the books that they stay in the books. They be out here. But these children be crying. Cause my 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 children be teaching these children. And because they uh they fear has been induced via the the the, the precepts of religiosity. The only thing that people know the way they respond is normally crying. The children that they're teaching. They're not trying to give them doomsday information, but the way they articulate and you deal with children so they can see the reality, especially at age seven, they inherit their imagination. That's when imagination really can be perceived, but some of us are a little bit more faster. Well, because the brain ain't even fully developed at age six. It's like 90% developed, but at age seven, they, they get the ability to really see themselves in different places or see themselves as someone else. But when you're dealing with children, the children see the reality. They're like 20, 30 degrees below zero. Amputations galore. Haiti, Chile. So you go around the world, and then you say, we over here. People don't realize a year and a half ago, Brooklyn had its first tornado. But you see, they don't, they, don't, they don't tell you, like in my 2012 book, the asteroid that almost hit the planet. You understand? Like, they don't tell you these things, so you don't know. But imagine if you knew an asteroid came this close to hitting the planet. Imagine if you knew the shit that caused the tsunami was an asteroid that hit the planet. Because when asteroids fall into large land masses of water, it offsets the tsunami. So the only way you can't know, because of the Earth's tectonic plates, the only way you can't predict the tsunami is if something comes into our atmosphere that crashes into the water. It's the only way you can't anticipate a tsunami. Right. You understand? It's the only way you can't. If something hit the Earth or crashed into the waters. You understand? But what if you found out something came from space and crashed into the waters? You'd be saying, this is a reality at any given point. The gig to be up. So this is why I'm telling people, yo, Rock Family, yo, ACS would try to find me. I should, I should probably keep some of this shit under wraps now. If they came into my crib and saw there's no food in the fridge, because we don't be eating for like two weeks straight, and niggas on the restaurant. Now you, now that's some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? But we won't eat for two weeks on end, and we just take CMOS or we and we solar gaze. But if you say, yo, he's standing at the sun, polite as fucking nut. 
for real, for real. Right. So how come I can go out on a romantic walk on the beach and watch sunrise and sunset with my wife and everyone say I'm okay? But if I watch sunrise and sunset for scientific reasons, now I'm a nut. But guess what? The TV <laughs> emits 20,000 times more ultraviolet rays than the sun in the second hour. Niggas should be wearing sunglasses when they watch TV. Stop talking to me about me watching the sun. You know what I'm saying? And it's hell trying to slow the gaze in my community. That's when I realized the setup because I realized the buildings keep blocking the damn sun. And I realized there's planes flying, creating freaking clouds. And it's cloud machines' constant effort, a concerted effort to block us from getting the sun. What might happen if we got the sun? You know why niggas be getting shot 5, 10, 15 times to stay alive? Because they play the block so hard they get more sun than any other body that working 9 to 5. You know what I'm saying? So you can't even kill these niggas. You know what I'm saying? This shit is crazy. Like, they all oh, rejuvenated. They're melanin. They have a life force ether. You can't kill these niggas that play the block. They get too much sunlight. So Jake's know they got to do a Diallo. They got to they gotta go in on these niggas like Rodney King. They got to go. And Rodney King still getting up. We won't even fight back. Niggas still getting up. If that was any other race, nigga be dead. If you fed anybody else rice and wings the way we eat rice and wings and 50 cent sodas and quarter waters, they'd be dead. Every race is out there running their ass off every morning because they're about to die. Every damn day they wake up, they know they're that close to death. We're the only ones that can be fed this poison and live off of it for so long. We're the only niggas that can take a Long Island iced tea, bottle of Henny, fill some blood, <laughs> lace with crack, and still be walking around on some shit and producing babies left and right after the spermicidal 50 cent soda. We are gods in the flesh. People don't realize this shit, man. It's like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then they, and then they want to suppress People like me, so why are you cursing? Because I grew up like this. This is who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got mm-hmm. shot, stabbed in the face, was thrown in a nut house, accused of murder, accused of murder again when you become conscious, set up, slandered, and backbite, you'd be cursing too. You know what I'm saying? Because if it was up to me, I wouldn't even be speaking this language. But who the hell am I going to talk to? All of us been falsely indoctrinated. I speak other languages now. You know what I'm saying? I speak other languages in my household. Well, who are you going to speak to? So then, you know, this is the thing that they've been doing to us forever. They're trying to suppress the younger generation. You understand? You know why? Because the younger generation does shit different. The younger generation says, I'm not waiting until I'm 65, 67 years old to get my pension. I die. All the money I save. Yo, this is a question we got to ask. When someone dies, who takes the money out their pocket? Everybody don't die broke. This is a reality now. This is a reality. I'm asking this for a point. When someone dies... Who the hell takes the money out their pocket? Because it appears people just be dying broke, and that shit ain't true. Niggas be having like ten, fifteen dollars in their pocket. Where is the money going? Now the next question is: When you die and you're on a pension, your so-called Social Security relief, or your four hundred one k's, or your Roth RIAs, RRAs, and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? I dropped out, but I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Who takes the money after your grandmother dies and she's receiving her twenty five hundred dollars a month? Who gets that money? How come it's not given over to her children? How come her house isn't passed over to her children? How come shit getting foreclosed? You know what I'm saying? How come they just take our shit like that? How come we just allow people to take our shit like that? You know what I'm saying? And then when you get mad about it and you start cursing and you start screaming because, you know, niggas don't identify with real shit until you start coming out like a nigga damn near. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you start getting pissed off you start screaming about it, the niggas identify with it because they've been subject to the state of being animals for so long, you got to respond to them like a damn beast before they open their ears and their hearts and their minds to what you got to say. Everyone that ever was sent to us had to deal with us on a devil level because we've been reduced to the status of levels of the devil. Even Zodiac, etymologically, 
and tells you it's an animal circle. Matrix, etymologically, means creative animals. In ancient Sumer, Iraq, present day, the devil was called Zu'in, from which you get the word Zu. In means ruler, ruler of animals. So the devil couldn't deal with you or control you or even affect you until you was reduced to the state of animals. You understand? So, so long as we identify with our animalistic nature only, we will only be instinctive beings as opposed to be balanced instinctively and intelligently. Therefore, we are ruled. So you find that all of our messengers, you understand, our prophetess and our prophets, everyone that's ever been sent to us had to be locked up before. Say where Clarence 13 next wasn't locked up before. You understand? Say where they ain't questioned his sanity. Say where Dr. York was in question for sanity. I'm talking about psychiatrically evaluated. I've been psychiatrically evaluated. I've been put in a house. And that was a person. Because if when I was getting the information, I thought maybe I'd probably be freaking crazy for believing this shit. But when you get thrown in a house, son, you know who the fuck really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know damn well I quit. And you know that possession is real. And you know that most of those niggas ain't crazy. They're running from society because society's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because you can tell them this real information, and they'll still go. Niggas still planning to go to school for seven freaking years, and fucking earthquakes are taking place left and right. What is wrong with these niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas are still talking about going to school for five, seven years, and you see earthquakes, you see tornadoes, you see landslides, you see tsunamis, and it never dawned to these niggas yet that it may just hit us. Niggas is telling you that a tsunami is going to hit and flood the eastern border. They're telling you that California is going to sink. Miami is destined to sink and be flooded. They're telling you the tsunami is going to come straight from Africa and flood everything on the eastern border. Niggas is moving to New York and to California just to get hip-hop deals. This shit is fucking insane, son. It's crazy. And then niggas is asking me, why am I cursing so much? Why am I upset? Because they make me feel like I'm in the insane institution. When they threw my ass in the insane institution, I felt sane. When I came out here, I feel crazy. Because at least in there, people had an excuse to do bugged out shit. But you so-called free out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Why you so bugged out? I'm in a prison. And the niggas in prison are more free than the niggas out here. Because niggas in prison read. They read. But when you come out here, niggas limit themselves for what? They ain't no goddamn selves out here. But they chew. I, I, I left my neighborhood where I was smoking. And I, I left. I'm back in my neighborhood eight years later. And niggas is still in front of the damn chicken spot. Ain't going no fucking where. It looked like they never even went up to shower since the time I last fucking left. You ever, you ever, you ever been in a hood and you had a new pair of kicks and niggas say, yo, where you get that from? You say, the fucking store. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you got on a pair of mics on 15s or something. Yo, them shits is hot. Yo, where you go to get it? Niggas don't do nothing with themselves, man. They just stay freaking put. They don't know what's going on. 
They don't even know what's the newest sneak. They into sneakers and they don't know where the fuck to get them. This shit is crazy. It's crazy. They don't know what. We we have to find a way to stop this, man. Because yo, we gonna get eliminated. They don't realize that they color code in the mailboxes and and the, and the color codes for the mailboxes the same thing that Hitler did some weeks prior to coming in and throwing niggas in concentration camps. Concentration camps. Why, if we're in a recession, are they building all these new arenas and stadiums? Because these shit's gonna be concentration camps. We think they for basketball and shit like that. But why they got a FEMA train? You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't no Amtrak. It's a FEMA train. Why are they doing that? You know what I'm saying? Why are they sending soldiers and troops to different states here right now in America to inoculate people. But you over here and niggas trying to tell you about their damn college degree and what they're about to do. You fucking crazy. They over here making people take vaccines or firing them from their jobs. You understand? What kind, and you know there's monkey brains in the vaccines. There's, 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 there's rat brains in it and it's feces. Shit. Where does shit fit in for fucking healing? Like, I've never heard a healer have to use shit to heal somebody. Like, this is crazy. And then people tell him, yo, polite, but you have to stop cursing. It's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if you want to call it bottle that. Oh, and shit is the word winter in Arabic, and Arabic was here before English. You know what I'm saying? So people got to stop this bullshit with the tones. You know what I'm saying? Stop letting words affect you. If a person is saying something right, stop attacking the messenger and identify with the message. Whether you like what I'm saying or not, it is a reality. We have to do something with ourselves. Because guess what? If you a nigga and you greedy as hell and you coffee and that fish, that chicken, that grits and everything like that, when shit hits the fan and they, and, yo, trust me, you think these supermarkets still going to sell food when shit get crazy? They going to lock themselves inside there and eat all fucking day and lock you away from the food. Say where you wouldn't do it if you owned the supermarket. I already got plans at the restaurant. I'm like, I'm boating. I already got my boats and shit ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we, if we get trapped in New York, Trust me, I'm not opening that shit for nothing. You can knock all you want. You can, I can hear baby cries. I ain't open that shit for nothing. We gonna eat, spelt, amaranth, kamut, and we gonna get it popping for hours on end until the food run out. But the, the thing is this, if you don't know how to fast, if you don't apply the principles of fasting, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna go crazy? Are you gonna go out here and kill somebody for a chicken drumstick? What are you really gonna do? You understand? Know you have yeah, to learn. Dude. Some kind of self-control. If you don't, yeah. I'm not just fasting because it's healthy. I'm fasting because it is a reality that is coming to us sooner than we think. And overnight, a media, a so-called terrorist attack, a, a hurricane, a tornado, something offset by heart can change our reality overnight. Are you prepared to be able to just change and become the adaptable being that you were made to be? Or will you go crazy and start raping niggas. I remember the blackout. I don't know if you was in the hood when the blackout was, took place. I was in the hood. I was right on Flatbush Avenue. It wasn't even full nighttime yet. Say where niggas wasn't breaking into stores. Just on the strip that the light blew out, niggas went fucking crazy. The sun was still out. And niggas was, was breaking into shit on Eastern Parkway. I was on Flatbush Avenue and they, they broke up in the Foot Locker. Even the police <laughs> came and then... Niggas was Dang still going fuck. in on the roof while the po yo, it was crazy. And it was all because it don't work. Let me let yo, me say and, and yo, the light is still on. But just in the spirit that the electricity is off, fuck it. The rules change. There's still police out here. They said, nah, fuck this. The lights are off. This is a mystification. We gonna just break into shit, whether the lights are on or not. Just because then, this is yo, people gonna go crazy, son. Yeah, and then let the Tamahoos walk through the neighborhood at the same time. Well, rob a Tamahoo for shit. They let them and walk through. Like and people, gave them but security. I'm you are a black person 
before you rob a white person, then your morals and ethics is fucked up even as a gangster. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's just not something. That's someone has to start stepping to these people, man. You know what I'm saying? Like on the real, like a lot of times because I I I have my murder case and all that other stuff. Like it's the only reason why I fall back because people do things, and I know you know this. People do things in this in the in the conscious community that they wouldn't traditionally do in the streets. They take advantage of the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to bring you in to some shit. You know what I'm saying? That you left. You left your household because of the negativity. You come into this consciousness that someone want to steal your money. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, somebody want to talk grimy about you. And they know that on the strength that you're conscious, you're not supposed to regress back to that, that nature and state. And they're playing yeah. games because they know in the hood they would have never did that. But when you start talking yeah, yeah. at it, people say, how come when polite teach, he got to always start talking about the hood? Because you know what? The hood is real on point about a lot of shit. There's certain stuff you would never do in the hood that people perpetrate and do in the conscious community. And I be thinking that sometimes need, niggas need to put certain shit on smash in the conscious community so we don't have no space for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that that's what's also messing up the conscious community. You know what I'm saying? Somebody does need to get their eyes for sometimes. It's true. But because, it, yo, he's violent. It's not about being violent. Sometimes when you get a punch in your face, it wakes you the fuck up. It wakes you yeah, up. It's, it's a ritual that we do in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, we to, do remind, you got to remind them. You know what I'm saying? You got and because to. of all of the tension that exists, somebody's going to get their head bust. But it's and, almost and, necessary at this point because. They don't Yo. respect nothing but blood. Okay? That's what I'm saying. There's no sacrifice without these particular Yo, let me tell you blood something. rituals. Say word. If you was to get entrapped right now and realize your whole life had to change, you ain't going to start thinking about people that made this conscious path that much more harder. You know what I'm saying? People that just wouldn't listen. You told them this stuff was going to happen. You told them about FEMA. You told them about the Illuminati. You told them about uh, the, the Star Wars. You told them about all these different things. Now, imagine you get entrapped and you don't get out in enough time or you don't get to get all the knowledge that you wanted. It's all good. You're going to transcend. You're a good spirit and everything, but you still got your human nature. And I'm not going to front to nobody. If I get caught up and stuck in New York, I know New York is not a place for me to be in. I can tell you that straight off the back. It's not one my, of the safe my points. My thing, my thing is, I can only blame myself if that's a particular case because oh, yeah, those were eyes shall see and those were ears shall hear, and the signs are, are plenty. So if we're not heeding these particular signs at this particular time, it's on us if we get caught when the doors close. That's why I'm constantly yeah, doing what, 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 what I feel is 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 you know in terms of a contingency plan and speaking about people actually going down to the village in Honduras and getting themselves right. acclimated to a natural environment of which we can do for self and live off the land. The problem, the problem lies. The problem lies in this. This is why I said, yeah, I could put blame on myself, but at the end, when everybody going crazy, I might just come out the restaurant, unlock the doors and go crazy too and just break shit too. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to really think psychologically. Our freedom it's that simple. All we do is work with each other. It's some shit that just be said every generation. It's so simple. But then people don't want to do it. Because they ruled and they possessed and they believe that this devil has something to offer them. And this devil has nothing to offer them whatsoever. They, they love they them really, they them really, They really believe that, though. They believe really they have something to offer them. believe it. And what I'm trying to say is at this particular point, past March 9th, 2010, if you still 
have to convince someone otherwise, then you have went way over the demarcation point because you, don't even need you to have to, to draw that line. Yeah, and think about contingency for family, That's needed right. associates, you know what I'm saying? And then everything else, yeah, has to fall into place. We but have we to get everyone we together. Can't. We can't continue. Everyone that is serious, everyone that is serious, we have to get them together. That's why I got the 2012 resolution site. 2012 just represents a series or succession of calamities. Because when you say 2012, you think of, this, of many different phenomena. People love saying paradigm and consciousness. But aside from that, you think of a cataclysmic, uh, 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 a disastrous event. This is what you think of. And so whether it is the 2012 phenomena in itself or something as simple as an earthquake or a hurricane or a mudslide or a tsunami or a terrorist attack, martial law, things of that nature. This is why we set it up, a community that will be ready. If things, not if, then it's inevitable. When things occur, whatever way it may, whether it's Illuminati, like I said, whether it's FEMA, whether it's an earthquake, whether it's a tornado, whether it's just some kind of unnatural or natural disaster combination of the both, you know what I'm saying? One thing is for sure, that it's going to happen. What is it? I just mentioned it. And I didn't mention a whole lot of other things. It could be disease. It could be germ warfare. It could, it could be the so-called vaccine shots. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, because a lot of niggas going to be retarded in another five years. They're going to miss super consciousness by far. They're getting injected with the same shit niggas got injected with in Vietnam. And years after they got injected with it, you saw all the niggas went AWOL mentally. You understand? So five, ten years from now, you don't realize that there's a dumbing down process. They realize, why we got to cause all this bloodshed? Why don't we just inoculate them for, and let them, let them willingly get it for their benefit, mm-hmm. and for what they believe to be for their benefit, and five, right. ten years from now, these niggas be all walking around with foam in their mouth, beating their chest with a crippled hand. You know what I'm saying? And then, right. and then niggas like you and I are going to have to walk around and do this shit just to act like we got fucked up too. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to say, how come those brothers still on, on blog talk talking that shit? People have to find them that's, and lots of open prisons. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is the reality. I'm joking around, but it's no. reality because this took that's... place with Karl Marx, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, the Protestant church, the people that's protesting. They were out to kill and, and incarcerate anyone that was conscious or aware of the demon's deception. And don't think that they're not looking for the Messiah now. This is why they're constantly creating this, 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 this schema and this, this ether around going to the hospital and how safe it is to go to the hospital. And you need to consult with them and identify with them with every little thing that problem that you have. And if you have a headache, stomach ache, if you're just sweating too much, they always want your blood. They always want your urine. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because they're looking for the Messiah like they did back then, but more sophisticated because this beast is more subtle than ever before. So he's like, we're going to kill him before he's born. This is how they feel. We're going to kill her before she is born because there's multiple messiahs. We're all messiahs of our family because most of us are the only ones out of our family that even chose to listen to the consciousness in the first place. Most of us only one or two of us in the, in the family. Everybody else in the family just just lost their freaking mind, believes right. in the devil and what he has to offer, and there's always one or two of us within that family that has an ear for consciousness, and it's our responsibility to free our ancestry that is disembodied because on account to their ignorance, they can only go but so far, so we're going to free them by way of the truth. And that's what it means. The truth will make you free. Not set you free. People say set you free. The truth will make you free. But who gets the truth? The one in the family that chose to listen. 
because it's not too much families you won't find out here where the mother, the father, the daddy, the, the brother, the sister, the cat, the dog, everybody's just walking around all conscious in the house and they aware of black power. That don't happen. You know what I'm saying? There's always one person arguing with the rest of their family. How come y'all not listening? Yo, I got to tell you some shit. I got my aunt. You understand? My aunt died of cancer. For what? I got cured of diabetes. Niggas saw me. They went, they went to my physician when they first found all the sugar in my blood. They saw my foot black. They saw when I had gangrene. They was dead when the doctor told me they don't cut my foot. Why does my father have cancer? You understand? Why, does my, why did my aunt just die recently of cancer? You understand? Why is still dying of not, And not even dying of cancer. Let me, not, let me get more precise. Why are they not seeking alternative treatments outside of the medical institution when they were with me to bear witness to the truth that I had diabetes, I no longer have it, and all the hospital can give you is hospitality, because that's what that word is, and, and how they, they cure you and cure is curio, which means faggot, because they got your ass out walking around in the hospital, and they give you medication, and medication etymologically means bed, because they, they're hospitable, so they give you a bed to lay on while your ass is out, you know what I'm saying, in an attempt to cure your curio, you know what I'm saying, like, you got to just see the words, you know what I'm saying, the words have a power. You know what I'm saying? You got to see what they're doing to us, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, it's really a setup, and you know you live in a sick world. When they're educated, these Negroes in my family got diplomas out their ass. They got masters. They got bachelors. They got MBAs. You hear me? They went to school for seven years, went back, and went for another five years. But a nigga like me got enough sense to know you can't use chemo something that's radiation, that incurs cancer to treat something that has cancer. But the educated dummies in my family, the edited dictation that they took in, the education, they took in so much years of school, they can't conceive someone without a diploma like Dr. Sabi having the ability to work outside the depth of a curriculum that was instituted and given to you in the formation, not out formation, in formation. They can't see or conceive an alternative that exists outside of their curriculum or criteria. So they would rather die even in the face of adversity, despite the fact that they know they bear witness to the truth in myself being with me, a first-hand account of seeing that there are cures for that which the medical institution says there's no cure for. They would rather die with cancer and still continue to smoke and eat the bad food that they choose to consume day to day before they open their eyes up. And this is why I say your eyes are connected to your brain. So if you think messed up, you see messed up. You see the world totally different. If they taught you by way of your brain, if they taught you that there are no cures, then what you see in life didn't manifest. They saw me have diabetes. Hell no, they didn't see me have diabetes. You understand? In their mind, diabetes is still playing out in their head. They don't believe that I got cured. They don't know that I got cured. They were next to me. They were there when I was diagnosed. They were there when I was re-diagnosed. They were there to see my foot black, swollen, couldn't wear a shoe. Now they're here to see me wear a shoe, take it off, and my, I, I shrunk a whole size smaller. You understand? In my feet, not nowhere else. I shrunk a whole size smaller in my feet. You understand? They were there to bear witness to it. But how come they were still confined in the medical institution? Because your brain is connected to your eyes. So as far as they're concerned, because of the way they think, he still got that shit. They ain't saying it now. Yeah, they went around telling people, yeah, he got killed. But because of the way you think, 
It can torture your perception. They don't believe you. You can't trust the blonde-haired, blue-eyed demon. Now, people say, well, you must hate white people. No, these are recessive traits. I'm saying you can't trust the recessive traits because if your eyes are connected to your brain and dark eyes are progressive dominant genes and blue eyes are recessive traits, a person that has blue eyes has a messed up perception. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because if your eyes are connected to your brain and you have weak eyes, then you think weak. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Now, if you're taking information from someone who thinks weak, then you couldn't think there's something that dominates the doctrine of a weak person because you already are inferior because of the way you think. And if you think inferior, you see inferior. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This shit is crazy. So how can you trust someone with blue eyes to teach you? Because blue eyes is a sign that they have a deficient brain. Now, that's, mm. that's, that just sounds crazy. But I'm, t- I'm talking facts, and it's common sense. Eyes connected to the brain, blue eyes recessive, recessive brain, recessive thinking, bad thoughts, synthetic thoughts, negative thoughts. No wonder why everything they do is corrupt, even when they mean well. They mean well. They want to help. They want to help. When they lock their hair up and they look like some dog died on top of their head, they, that don't make sense. Why are they doing that? Because they have blue eyes and their eyes connected to their brain. So it encourages them to do crazy shit like this. Why are you trying to get dressed? That's a crazy thought for a Caucasian. It makes sense for us with dark eyes, but it don't make sense for them. And I'll be saying, why they think like that? But then I say, oh, shit, you know why their eyes are weak? That's why they got this weak thought. Because that's a weak thing to do in the mind. How the hell can you do some crazy shit like that? That's just crazy. But they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to go beyond that, but they can't. They're limited by way of DNA. So why would we subject ourselves to the limitations of a people that are inferior by way of DNA. Does this mean I should hate people that's inferior? Uh, no, it just means I should let people that's inferior rule over me. Not absolutely. by force either. We don't <laughs> accept information from inferior people. That's it. Like you said, that's racist. But they're not accepting information from me. No one's calling them racist. Right. Shit, everybody knows that the white man says it is right. No one's saying that shit racist. Now, I dropped out of school, and someone saying, yo, this nigga curing people. At the event, you're going to yo, this person got cured, that person got cured. You know the first thing in a nigga head, right? In it? What diploma this nigga got? I hear him saying the word nigga. Oh, my God, he can't cure shit. He said the word nigga. Nig- people use the word nigga can't cure. That's, you know, when you go to college, they say, don't be like them people out there that don't got a degree. Y'all are blessed. Blessed to do what? You went to school for five years for graphic and design, and you came out, and you you lucky if you even get a printing job. That shit is fucking insane. You know what I'm saying? What you went to school for those years for? That's crazy. And, and, and but, but you see, we accept it because this, is, this makes sense in the world of blue eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because in the world of weak eyes connected to the brain, all of this makes sense. This all makes sense to them. Walking around, look, there's trees here. The trees don't bear fruit. No tree is allowed to not bear fruit in nature. This would be a reality if we lived where we was living prior to being kidnapped. This would be a reality if they wasn't making plants rape other plants, because they cross-pollinating plants, because plants can't walk. So if you see hybrid plants, someone took that plant and forced that plant on another plant. This carcassoid is sick. He has pornographic plant film. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's into plant pornos. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, no, this is for real. He's, a, he's into plant pornography. Because plants can't walk. So why are you making plants fuck other plants? You know what I'm saying? And then, you, and then you're producing hybrid plants, and then we're eating this, and it's acidic. And it's throwing off our whole equilibrium. He's making plants have sex with plants that would never have sex with these plants. He's cross-pollinating things because he's trying to play God because he has no God. We're his, we're, we're his creator. He doesn't have no spiritual connection. So he has to clone. 
He has to produce hybrids. He has to pre- create something inferior to him. He has to encourage integration so he can sneak into the Native Americans' tribes and then say, I'm a Native American. He has to sneak into the Moors' DNA and say, I'm Moorish. He has to sneak into the African tribes. I'm Nigerian. I'm 25% Nigerian. I'm 30% Taino. And then you got niggas saying this bullshit. But he's sneaking into our establishments, into our household. You see it in the Avatar movie. I heard your brother breaking it down. You know what I'm saying? They marry into our tribes, become one of us by DNA. Then we start doing crazy shit. Shit we never would do a day in our, in our lives. But our eyes start becoming recessive. So our thoughts start becoming recessive. Then the things we do are synthetic. Then the music becomes synthetic. Then the food becomes synthetic. Then the food becomes processed. And everything we do is fucking wicked and evil-hearted. It's all evil because we got them in us. But when they wasn't in us, they couldn't even get us to change our name. We would rather die. Say it, Toby, Kunta Kente. They say, is this nigga fucking nuts? Beat his ass again. Kunta Kente, ain't shit changed. Beat his ass again. But now today, you don't even got to put a gun to a nigga. Oh, you guys, you ain't going to get this job unless you change your name. And cut your head. Well, okay, you got it. You got it, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to pop. It's going to pop. You don't even got to beat us. But then you couldn't do it. You know why? Because he wasn't in them. So he realized to get us to become corrupt, he had to infuse his blood into us because when he put his blood into us he put his psyche he put his sick and twisted mentality into us so then when he introduced porn to us now we would watch the shit before we would never watch it when he introduced these these, the the negative acts and disrespect your woman to us we couldn't understand it because it wasn't part of us it wasn't part of our genotype it wasn't part of our genetic constitution but now that he's put his blood inside of us he's put his psyche inside of us you know what i'm saying his psyche etymologically means soul and soul, when you go into soul, S-O-U-L, S-O-L, which is sun. And the sun is inside of us, the S-U, and the sun that we don't get, that we deny ourselves of. So now we lunatic because we're taking in more moon than we're taking the sun. It goes all the way back to it because we got a lunar plexus in our brain. we got a solar plexus in our chest area. And, a, and a, the women have a black hole, which is the womb, and they give birth to stars, which is the children. This is why in the Bible they always tell you about a third of the stars fell. But they're talking about stars as an entity. They, t- they tell you that Jesus is the bright and morning star in Revelation chapter 22, verse 16. They call him an entity, an actual physical person, a star. They call Lucifer in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12, the bright and morning star which, again, is a star, but they also talk about a person. So we are the stars. We are celestial bodies that are personified and manifest here in the flesh. You understand? We are the, the same energies that produce the sun, produce us, called nine ether. You understand? The same thing that produced the sun, produced us. But now we have been compromised. Our DNA has been tainted. You understand? And everything that we do makes no damn sense. You get upset, you break glasses and everything in your house, then you got to turn around, you got to sweep up the floor. It don't make sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They create these cars that do 105 miles per hour, but then the speed limit only goes 75, and it only goes 65, and it only goes 45. So why are you giving us cars that go 105, and you make the speed limit 65, 75? Because he's a damn devil. Why are you giving me a microwave and then tell me it's not safe to stand in front of it while the food's cooking? You know what I'm saying? Because you're a damn devil. You know what I'm saying? Why are you always giving me temptation? Why are you making cars able to be purchased by civilians that go faster than a cop cars and complain we can't catch criminals? Because you a damn idiot by nature. You are an idiot. You are inferior. And we need to start just calling it like it is. Because only a society that can produce a rocket ship that can leave the planet Earth but have everyone failing in school it's an idiot society. It's a devilish society. It's a demonic society. You can catch a nigga sneaking in fruit. They caught a nigga the other day trying to sneak mangoes into this country. 
but you can't catch the drugs coming in this country? Are people stupid? You know what I'm saying? Are, are we really that freaking nuts? Are we that crazy? You know what I'm saying? Niggas in religion would tell you a cloud took someone out of this planet and it was translated or, t- or taken by a cloud or, or, or taken by a cloud. But then you tell niggas about UFOs and they say, this nigga's crazy. He's down with that Dr. Yorkshire. But you just told me in your Bible a whole cloud took a cloud. So I upgrade your religion and call it a ship and niggas is mad at me. You want to tell me about uh, Jerusalem, a crystal city? I tell you mothership, you get mad at me? But you want to call it a, a, a crystal city? You don't want to deal with reality. Reality is scary. Niggas saying they're waiting for Jesus to come. They would shoot Jesus out the sky if he came down. Let's just be for real. Are they really waiting for the extraterrestrial that they call the Messiah? Because he's coming back. Are you really waiting? How many of us would talk to someone that we saw died and buried and come back alive? Who's ready for that shit? They call the zombie movie scary because that type of thought scares us. Are you really ready to see someone who died and comes back to life? You're not even ready to see your own mothers and fathers come back to life. That shit is scary in itself. Exactly. This shit is for real. So they own ancestors. They are ancestors. But we they can't. They can't. They can't look at their own ancestors, but yet they're gonna fucking uh, run to some somebody with a glowing robe and shit descending <laughs> from some motherfuckers who are gonna go batshit crazy if they see that. And you know what? Meanwhile, some jerk is over there with his five, ten, fifteen syllable words. Over there, because he got all this white man education. He's over there listening to us and pissed off. Listen to these niggas. Just listen to them. And he looks like one of us, too. And he's, he's hearing how we articulate. And you like, fucking robes and shit. Come on, that. But who's really, who's, you know, one of the brothers told me, yo, brother, I'm not really that sharp. I'm not really that smart. I say you're not that smart. The fact that you conscious in the black community, you go into these lectures, you go into these classes, it says a whole lot more about your intellect versus the people who got all these high degrees and still confided in a medical institution, all these degrees and don't give a hell about their own people. What, how, what is the barometer for intelligence? Because I know niggas who only really use four-letter words all goddamn day. All they say, yo, this shit, this shit, 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 shit. Shit comes in with every freaking sentence they say. You know, that shit was crazy. Yo, this shit is hot. Yo, son, that was a dumb shit. Oh, I know they say shit, and they're way more conscious than niggas who got degrees, because they got enough sense to still yeah. care about their own people. They still got enough sense to identify with the reality that we're being massively repressed. That's a certain level of intelligence. It takes a, love. It's a, it's a higher form of intelligence, first of all. So, so to show any love for yourself and kind, you understand, denotes a level of intelligence that a lot of people don't have despite how much years they go in school because they don't give a hell about their people. Because they get all this money, they get all this cash, and they do nothing to help their people. You understand? So that in itself is not only ignorant, it is stupid. It's the lowest level of intellect, but we judge intellect by their IQs. But we should give them our IQ test. We should ask them who's Elijah Muhammad. And if they can't answer them, say, well, this nigga belongs in special way. This Caucasian belongs in special way. He doesn't even know who Elijah Muhammad is. Imagine a world like that, but we don't believe that. But that's what he's doing to us. Who gives a hell who George Washington is? I can't live in a country unless I find out who the first president is. There was 14 presidents prior to George Washington. You know what I'm saying? Now what? You know what I'm saying? I'm not intelligent because I don't know what the hydrogen atom is, but you said that's the lightest thing on the scale of weight or into existence, but then we find out that the hydrogen atom is made up of quarks by Everton's and Zeddy's and Zellies. Then what? You know what I'm saying? Now what? Now we find out there's more, and you don't even change the periodic table of elements. Now what? You know what I'm saying? So we, we need to decide what is a high IQ for us in our community. That's what we need to do. We need to stop 
complying with their criteria and establish our own criteria, our own curriculum, and what is necessary and what is suffice to do, learn, study, eat, and play in our community. Stop following the dictates of this European culture because it has nothing to offer you if you're not European. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? And stop listening to these Kwanzaa niggas and all this other crazy shit that's going on. Because that don't make no sense either. Stop just making up. Black people got to stop making up shit too. And, and we got to stop turning people black that started out white when they gave us the doctors. We got to st- stop trying to turn Jesus black. Just give them back that. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to change Jesus' name into names that make more sense. Just give them it all back. Let's just give them everything. Let's just start over. The hell with every religion on the planet. Let's just start over. I bet you we, if we started over, we'd still be ahead of everybody. Millions of light years because we got enough sense by way of our DNA. We come, okay. we come from the scientists. We come from the mathematicians. So, therefore, by default, we are the scientists and the mathematicians. But we get stagnated every time we confide in one of their textbooks. Every time we study their textbooks, we admit to ourselves that we don't have the information within us. Every time we got to seek information and confirmation through one of the other races, we establish the doubt that one of us may have been endowed with the information. This is what we this is what they do to us for years on end through the school, through our scholastic career. They have us identify with their information for so long that we can't conceive this information coming from someone that looks like us. And whether Absolutely. we realize it or not, we've been programmed that way because if something is the same way for twelve, fifteen years perpetual, then right. whether you believe it or not you feel more comfortable with white people. I ain't going to lie. I was in the conscious community, and when I had diabetes, it took I, – I, I almost still got my leg cut, despite the fact that I heard Dr. Sabre could probably kill the disease. I went through it, and I'm conscious. I consider myself conscious. But shit, mm-hmm. I, still, I still felt like that because you know why? At the end of the day, when you say the word Jesus, who do you think of? You see black or you see white? You see white. Then you see black. Okay, you see black, but then you also see white. Because you're, yeah. they, it, it can't, it's too much diversity. You know what I'm saying? Fragmented, what fragmented realities. Now, That's listen, we saying. have five minutes left. I, um, I want you in this last five minutes to get into the aspects of meditation because when I visited your store and I participated in that collective, um, you know, chanting in the meditating process, that was by far one of the most powerful collective um, things that I've been involved with, and I know for a fact that that change changes vibration and frequency because I witnessed it. So wow. I want you to inform our audience the importance of chanting OM, and if you could just leave them with technique because you know oh, these yes. are things that we consider to be solution. Again, like I said, we are talking about one realigning oneself back into their proper self so they can make the necessary transitional shift. For those of you that don't want to acknowledge this and think that it's just full boot and it's not for you, this ain't who we're talking to. All right? Well, one thing with the OM, enchanting OM, OM is one of the very few things that you can do to decalcify a gland, particularly the penile gland. For those of us that have a penile gland that's calcified, you don't want it to disintegrate. You really don't want that to happen. You understand? Because that, that helps a great deal in you receiving whole life beings and the super consciousness. So it's a plot. And one of the things that calcifies the penile gland is fluoride. And that's why they fluoridate the waters and fluoridate the toothpaste and everything. Because they don't want you to receive this consciousness 
that's oncoming, that we uh, that we have the divine right as the inheritance of this consciousness to receive it. But it's the, the things that we're drinking and what we're not being exposed to and what we are being exposed to that's calcifying. So one thing that helps out is chanting own a combination of all eight scales on a note. You know, all, all, all eight notes, pardon me, on a scale. Ohm. And Ohm actually decalcifies the gland. It actually activates, it, um, it vibrates to the nose. There's three bones in the nose that um, activates the tachyonic energy and frequencies that pretty much lead to the master gland or the P gland or the penile gland or the many different names that they know about. And it eventually emits or, or exits out the air and, and um, causes the lips to, to tremble. You know what I'm saying? And what that does, like I said, it opens up or revives dead brain cells and activates other cells. Mm-hmm. And you have beings that, that that live and exist inside of those cells and inside yes. of those different portholes. You understand that when you start chanting on, you start bringing in a force because a lot of these spirit forces out, the ones that, that are less dense, they travel through you or through us via magnetism. It's magnetic propagation. That's what science would call it. This is the Holy Spirit that travels through me, that travels through you, that travels through anyone else that's on the phone. If you're hearing this information, this information has you elated, then by way of the science of magnetic propagation, it is that divine spirit or that entity, that force that we have invoked because of this consciousness, and in which case it travels through me and it travels through through the pills and it travels through them to, to the listeners and it, and it goes through all of us and that is truly the, the Holy Spirit not the one that drops your grandmother on the floor and she, her back is hurting the next day this is truly the Holy Spirit because when you can hear information and then just say wow that makes me feel good or you know what I just feel like doing something right or you know what I'm going to stop eating my wife or you know what I'm going to stop eating that food that, that means through magnetic propagation because our heart is a magnet and the aura is the remnants of that magnet. So whatever thought that you're thinking on, you magnetize to certain events, experiences, and even people. So why meditate? Because there's a lot of the mundane causes of life cause us to get involved with a lot of frivolous information or even listen to unnecessary information. So you would meditate and find that you would dream, and your dream will even work as a trash receptacle or means to filter unnecessary or unwarranted thoughts that you may have heard throughout the day or throughout the last couple of weeks 